Last time on Fly Casual, the boys succumbed to peer pressure and started drinking alcohol. Relationships were tested, but this time on a very special Fly Casual, things are about to change. Fly Casual. Let's get ready to wrinkle. Always Numa Numa dancing. Bring it. How'd you guys like that intro? Busted Pretty it out. Usual. First try. Yeah, that was, that was awesome. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, first try. Yeah. I don't yeah. know how. I don't know how remind. these are marketable skills. I really don't understand. <laughs> <laughs> Should be able to get paid for this. Remind me of the old MTV cartoon Clone High. Oh. That I was the only one. That ever <laughs> I'm glad won. you said it for me. <laughs> now I can just take a drink instead. Mm. Yes, you're succumbing again. That, to, uh, maybe that one other listener that watched Clone High along with me, yeah, he got yeah, it. That, you know who you are, Garrick's imaginary friend, the listener yeah, that you. watched the things that he watched. Did you watch that with your like yeah. sh- robot sharktopus or whatever? No, I watched it with Brian, but he doesn't Actually, listen to the show. Sharktopus sounds like it was probably us. a real thing. I don't feel like I, I don't feel like I just made mm-hmm. that up. Sci-fi. That was a sci-fi was movie. No, that was Sharknado, or was it also Sharktopus? Mm, also that sounds Sharktopus. like something I would have heard on the soup. I think you're right. I think you're <laughs> right. Most of what I've learned about early 2000s pop culture, I learned from watching uh, the soup. You've been watching the Joel McHale show, Garrick? Yeah, few it's not bad. It's not bad. Not bad. It, it doesn't. I like when they brought all the community people back for that uh, one episode. I don't think I saw that one. No, it's like I saw episode. that one then. I liked it too, probably. Yeah. That's how I'm going. That's how I'm working. Will you guys put down the, the, you're just showing off to Twitter that you have empty bottles of Jägermeister, Mike. I don't know. It's not empty. Oh, it is not empty. <laughs> it's not was, yet. I was projecting that 30 minutes into the future. <laughs> I It'll be empty by the end of the night. Yes. That's right. Yeah. He's a precog. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, back to Fly Casual. I'm your host, Mr. Corey T. Wilson, over there with his phone still out and 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 begging for attention from the Twitterverse, Mr. Michael J. Archibald. Periscoping, man. We got to get some periscoping going on. Do they still call it Periscope you know? or they just yeah. call it like Twitter live stream because why do things need names? We got to get yeah, our brand out there. The, the app is still called Periscope. The app is still called Periscope. <laughs> Can't you do the same thing from the Twitter app? Yes, you can. Uh, okay. God, Mike, how old are you with this Periscope app <laughs> eating know. up precious bits <laughs> and bites on your phone? It's all good. My bites. <laughs> yeah. my bites. I'm on Wi-Fi, baby. Are you kidding oh, me? Yeah, no. my Wi-Fi. I'm not paying for your old <laughs> raggedy ass periscoping ways. Yeah, you do, you do that on your LTE, bro. <laughs> yeah, on your own LTE. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. You're not going to get LTE yeah. in this basement. Right. I'm going to be honest with you. We're okay, like, I switch. Equal yeah. distances That's very between, cage. between uh, <laughs> towers. It's very, it's very touch and go, really. Uh-huh. There's no Pokemans there. Not either. a single one. Man, my house is a Pokemon desert, but not the good kind where you get like desert type Pokemon. Mm-hmm. Well, like you're about to get some Eevee tomorrow, baby. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's Eevee oh, time yeah. tomorrow, That's isn't right. it? That's two days. Yeah. yeah. Two I'm going to pretend that I'm excited about that. <laughs> <laughs> you are. Speaking of being excited, where's our Jaeger bombs? 
Yeah, Mike, didn't you promise Jaeger well, bombs? Uh, We've never had yeah, Mike, bombs. I brought this last time, and you guys hey, did not hey, partake. Mike, you are two weeks past due <laughs> yeah. for no. Jaeger bombs. Well, you're halfway there. You have a Jaeger bomb with me if you want. Yes. I'm All right. terrified of I am terrified as well. I've never had one. <laughs> I will have Howie have a Jaeger bomb. I am 40 yeah. years old and never <laughs> had a Jaeger bomb. I am excited. Wow. You guys don't know yeah, how man. to live. How many, yeah, how Garrick's many, not had a Jaeger bomb. How many Jaeger bomb bombs have you had, Garrick? Yes, I have. Yeah. In my life. <laughs> I don't believe one right after the other, but and then the lesson the was shizzle, learned, weren't it's, they? Yeah, it took one to, to try, it and the second one to make sure I really hated <laughs> yeah. the first yeah. one. Yeah, you never know; it could have been like a sneeze. spoiler alert. I did. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm probably going to hate it, but they were awesome, man. What are you talking about? Uh, nervous and doubtful, but ready for the game over there, Master Control, Mister Stephen J. Howie. So I uh, found out that one of my children's uh, teachers, yes. His name, her name is Mrs. Robinson. Oh, Kukachu. Yeah. Cool. So, Kukachu. Wow. Good on her, wow. I guess. She keep her face in a good jar by her. the door. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's still no loves her. Yes. So wrong song. literally. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Correct song, maybe. Hey, I want you to go in on uh well, day one already happened, didn't it? You guys started school like back in last year, no, right? No, no, no next okay. Monday. Next Monday. Monday, Monday they're starting school. Whoa. Okay. So yeah, Gary's kids started school like last December. Um I want mm-hmm. you to walk right up to her day one, walk right over, look her in the eye, shake her hand, never lose eye contact because you know that I learned from the dude who used to be the head of GE. Yeah. Jack something. And I want you to look her mm-hmm. right in the eye and say, I have one word for you. Plastics. <laughs> Plastics. And if she doesn't <laughs> smile or laugh, and if it's just a nervous smile, it doesn't count. Genuine smile or laugh. Drop her. You take your kid out of school, homeschool that kid. <laughs> That's junk. It's that from the movie. Junk. It's from the movie. Oh, I'm sure she's never heard that. Nope, nope. She's got to be a true connoisseur of film. Like our brother across pond down a few, Mr. Garrick, not Jay Howie. Not Jay Hardy. <laughs> He's also not Jay Howie. I thought that Remember, was on purpose for yeah, a second. We true. are married. We've Both are talked true. about this before. That's true. I just, you uh, know. Yeah. Eric and I are married. I Mike and I are a, married. You know, I knew he officially changed his yeah. name, but I didn't know if We're he was like, you know, publicly society. changing his name. So. Yeah. 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 You know what, guys? It's going to take a lot to drag me away oh, yeah? from yes. you. How... There's nothing that a hundred men or more. What about 103? Mm, that's more than a hundred. <laughs> sure is. Oh wait. Yeah, he <laughs> yeah. covered that. Yeah. He what did. about what about like six yeah, dudes? Hundred or more. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you got it screwed there, Gary. Maybe. Yeah. I don't know what the uh, exchange rate is from. What men about to dudes. Uh, one point three five hundreds women? That's not a real one, number. One point three five hundreds. <laughs> Yeah. A hundredth of a woman. Is that a yeah, fraction? No. <laughs> Are you using fractions of a hundredth of a woman? It's not 0. 0.35 hundredths. No, 1.35 hundredths, meaning 135 women. But I was trying to make it sound I like I know I the actual understand. ratio of average strength between men and women, which I completely don't. E to the 95th. Got it. Nailed it. Mm-hmm. It's a sliding scale. It sounds a little alt-right to me. I don't know. Speaking of the alt-right, I'm glad you brought that up, Mike. <laughs> oh, geez. Right into go. it. Hello. Ladies and gentlemen, I, I do want to address a situation that occurred uh, oh, it was a couple episodes ago now. Uh, there was some humor at the top okay. of the episode as it was released that was, uh, was uh, upon some listeners, uh, viewed as untoward. And upon review, I did not disagree. Even though, and I've said this many, many times, I, I, I feel like nothing is above humor. It helps if it's humorous. <laughs> There's some truth to that. Sometimes. I'd love to just die on the hill of, you know, when we were in school, we said that girls got to be into the Simpsons to be likable. You know, they got to be able to laugh at anything. That's what being into the Simpsons proves. But we are not the Simpsons. 
my friends. No. We are not. We are not it's James true. L. Brooks, Matt Groening, 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 Matt Groening, and company. We're not even Hank Azaria. No, not we are not no. even Hank Azaria. <laughs> An ironic name to bring up. And we told some jokes <laughs> that uh, that were were in in poor taste. Arguably, there are some people who uh, have disagreed. Um, but you know what? It's uh, this is a place where, although we are a podcast that we pride ourselves on being not shackled or beholden to uh, certain standards, there are probably others that we should easily skate under when we're in our right minds, which we did not. And uh, we told some jokes that uh, we weren't weren't uh, weren't in the best taste, uh, pre- predominantly about Helen Keller, of all things. And I don't want to rehash everything. Mike's already giggling for God's sake. No, I'm not. I, I don't, don't wanna... know what you're talking about. <laughs> it's it's the awkwardness of us actually talking about something even marginally seriously. Uh, I don't know how to don't. be. Serious. I know. Come on, guys. Let's all join hands. <laughs> join hands. No, but that makes it worse. The the offending material has been for the most part removed. Uh, from that episode, um, because we do think that our community, especially the community uh, that, you know, that that has the has a good faith to, you know, give us feedback and we'll listen. I'm not going to name any names because I don't know if anybody wants me to name. You know, who you are. Uh, I, I want those people to always feel welcome to the table. So having said that, I felt like it was only one only one course of action could really kind of reset things. Lead to so, war. Oh. Number one, uh, you know, first part of that was removing the offending material and then issuing an apology. We shouldn't have done that. And we were sorry for it, you know, uh, but also uh, to open up the table uh, for for a uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Recompense of sorts. Did I did I get that anywhere in the event in the ballpark of correct? Sixpence yeah. none the richer. Somewhere kind of in there. Fashion, yeah. but it, and and having said that, word, I decided that this was a great time to uh dust off a very, very old classic fly casual at one time regular segment. <laughs> oh no. Yes. It's, I, it is time. I, I was not made aware of this. Ladies and gentlemen, is this oh. HR approved? No, nobody, no nobody but uh <laughs> HR will know when it airs. Oh no. No one uh is aware of this except me and one other fly casual team member uh but it is time in fact to bring back after at least a year and a half maybe two years i'm getting the star wars fan of the week (laughs) yeah oh is it ic again (laughs) ladies and gentlemen welcome back for another fly casual star wars fan of the week we have a very special guest this week and i want to get right to it uh we have miss helen keller Joining us in the studio, huge Star Wars oh, fan, no. and uh, like we always do uh, when we when we do fan of the week, we just want to start off by asking you, uh, Miss Keller, tell us about your first time watching Star Wars. <clears throat> are, uh, are are you, are you, are you going to sign it to her? What's that? Are are you are you gonna are you gonna tell her tell her what I said what I what I asked a moment ago? Me? Yes, yes. You are the 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 sign language interpreter, correct? Me? No. Well, then who the hell are you? Well, I'm I'm Nigel. You're Nigel. Yeah. <laughs> you told me you want me to pick her up from an airport. Well, no, that's that's accurate, Nigel. Um, it's just that I was under the impression that there would be a sign language interpreter here otherwise we kind of have a situation on our hands oh i understand yeah oi i got you yeah what 
Nigel, can can you tell me exactly what I'm supposed to do with the dry erase marker? Right, right up on a whiteboard. She's blind, Nigel, so unless she has some ability I don't know about to actually huff the words I write straight from the... Uh, that's not something you can actually do. I don't... You can't hear me. Nigel, I feel like this could have been executed oh, a little more right? effective. That's my face. Star Wars fan of the week. <laughs> what? Freaking Nigel, man. <laughs> I don't know if I'm supposed to. I, 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 wanted, I wanted to illustrate how, even with our best intentions, how ill-prepared we are. All the time. 100% of the time. So again, apologies, because obviously we are not forward-thinking individuals. Nope. And we apologize for that. Hopefully you can understand and stay with us along for the ride. I don't know if Howie's ever going to unbury his eyes from his hand right now. Do. Can we, should, I, should I continue with reciting the words? That, yes. it, it might. It might. That Already that's more premeditated than literally everything else that we do. The best part was watching the both of you over there pucker up so hard when that started. That oh, was stop. the best part. <laughs> that is what, like, I feel like I, if, have I feel like if, this if Howie stood up, and ever. if Howie stood up right now, his chair would come with him. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's true. <laughs> and you guys have been begging for a fan of the week. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm in. Yeah, you screwed that one up. Uh, hey, if we can't make fun of ourselves, we have no right <laughs> making fun of anyone else. Absolutely. So, hopefully, everyone can at least see the value in that. Hey, guys, we're here to talk about Star Wars, that's aren't we? That's on us. Yep. Let's well, do it. Why the crap? Why don't we get into some? No, movies? that's what we do. Oh, yeah. doing a Jaeger bomb. Anybody else feel weird <laughs> about the fact that now we know who Nigel is? Did you have you guys actually nope. seen Nigel before? I had not. I've never seen Nigel. Mm-hmm. Never I still in seen my him. life. There's been a lot of yelling for Nigel. Yeah, but he's never actually <laughs> he's around. Never been there. No. When he's yelled for. Yeah. yeah. So he's probably the hardest working member of our team. Though. That could be. <laughs> that could be. Is he a research specialist? Because mm-hmm. maybe therein lies the rub. <laughs> just saying. Yeah. <laughs> Let's just blame everything yeah. on Nigel. Fair enough. <laughs> Nigel's mm-hmm. fault. Freaking Nigel. Freaking Nigel. What's new in news? He's the one who writes the script. George Lucas in the news this week, boys. What What? is GL up to now? Who knows? He's back, baby. He should never be in the news, right? I mean, he sold the company. He's off on his yacht, on his private. Yeah, people who are rich as butt are never in the news. That's right. They're just, they fly on helicopters and (laughs) drive around on golf carts. They fly on helicopters. (laughs) Right up there on the rotors. (laughs) And buy. 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 Yeah, I've never felt so alive! (laughs) But GL is, in fact, back in the news, flickering myth. Is he directing Ep 10? Ep 10, right? This week. You're not not that far off, Garrett. Ep 11. 10.1. 11. uh, 10 and $1. 10 and a half. 10.35 tens. Cold. You guys are getting cold. 101. Cold. <laughs> What's one dollar? Forbid. Flickering myth this week reporting that there is a rumor out there that uh, GL has been consulted for the Ep9 script. That uh, JJ and uh, Chris Terrio have reached out and, uh, and uh, offered. 
GL to come back in and give them some pearls, some words of wisdom. Yes. As they uh, put Yay. together EP9 and try to get uh, things going on the EP9. So the, <laughs> on the EP9. On the EP9. I, I don't have any words. I don't know. So are wanna, you still, are try you to still make nervous? I am not nervous. I am <laughs> excited, actually, for GL to be back. In this capacity, if the, again, this is all rumors. Let's I'm, let's not let's call this for what we're it is. Doing rumors what's and news. The, what's the official capacity? We are because official we do title? discussion now. So. Official title, official. What is it official? There Officially, is, there is no official title. So, well, okay. So when golf cart liaison <laughs> is that it? Perhaps <laughs> now. Actually, when George W. Lucas GCL. When, when George sold the company, swimming pool painter. People, so a lot of people don't understand this, but when George sold the company, he was actually retained as a consultant mm-hmm. to be the helicopter flyer. Or, <laughs> the, so, helicopter. the helicopter. Helicopter. <laughs> yep, he's, he's the helicopter. To the helicopter. <laughs> <laughs> They had to sign him before Harrison Ford stepped in. Yeah, they're afraid of that. <laughs> no, sorry, Harrison. Uh, George Lucas is, is uh, flying everybody uh, around. <laughs> Again, I don't know if this is uh, if this is true you. or if this is wishful thinking, but I can tell you from <laughs> you my perspective crashing. that if this is true, I'm I'm a little excited for that for a couple of reasons. First off, yeah, first me off, too, man. George, man, because. Uh, I think his talents have uh, have been wasted here the last few years last on Red Tails. Years. <laughs> I don't think he's been doing much, but uh, he has stopped in. I think he's he stopped by the sets of all these movies as they've been made, but I don't know how yeah. much input he's had. But uh, I don't know if, if he's actually being consulted on the script. Again, I'm excited because George, we've had our criticisms of George over the years, yep. right? Stand by him. Right. And, and yeah, absolutely. I think as a director, not, I mean, by all accounts, <laughs> you know, not the greatest director in the world, but man, in terms of the creativity and, and putting this world together and the vision, the overall vision, mm, he's always been careful, the man. careful, careful with words, overall vision. I would say a unifying vision. True. I wouldn't say overall vision. I, 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 I would say an overall vision. He did for the the six films. He's a visionary. uh, More of a paddling. That has not been disproven for me. I agree. I I mean, where are you coming from, my man? I'm I'm painting a real thin thin line over here, like a little tiny, like just smallest horsehair brush. You're you're not wrong when you say he cares about unity. I absolutely agree with that. Yeah. Um. But I don't know. I mean, the overall vision. Absolutely. I mean, th- those those first six films are very well, unified. When, when piece we talk about vision, then I start thinking about character development, characterization. Uh, see, that's you're drilling down now. That's well, right. That's, that's where we me, part that's ways. That's part you're of getting, vision. You're getting too far. Right. In, that's man. part of vision. Now, if you want to talk about just the thing that we've actually talked at length about some weeks ago, feeling and and things that feel right in the Star Wars minutia, right? Like then, what we talked about with the prequels that. Even though the prequels perhaps weren't executed flawlessly, as, right? <laughs> that maybe yeah, there was some issues with the script, and there was issues with the acting and the directing. Yeah, see, I see but, Vision as an overall high right. level, whereas that's more getting in the weeds. In the I mean, that's still, where I still feel like I can watch the prequels, even though they have flaws, and still feel like it's part of the Star Wars universe. Unlike the way I feel when I watch the Last Jedi. Let me let me uh, give you the most butthurt fanboy thing that's getting in my way uh, of just oh, giving you dang. the blanket on that is that uh, I still resent that George made the conscious decision to drop all of Karen Travis's backstory on the Mandalorians. 
<laughs> that alone makes you go, the man lacks vision. <laughs> but now you're starting to sound like yeah, but why? So. Dude, I, I mean, know, I, I know. I, I, like I said, it's a super thin line, but there's something that goes, you su- already had it and you consciously threw it out and replaced it with something that is completely Blah. But Corey, you have to admit though, that's I mean, that's I know I'm in the number weeds. one, I'm not surprising. In the weeds. I'm in not the surprising weeds. at all coming from George that that happened. But number two, I mean, we know that George, in terms of pulling stuff out of the, the expanded universe at that time, pre-Disney, I mean, he only did that once or twice. I mean, yeah. I, I think we were lucky that we got Coruscant. Yeah, yeah the existence of Coruscant. <laughs> out of, out of, uh, out of, yeah. Zahn slipped it in there early before he was all, you know, he was all statued up. Before he I got think that, that was about suit. the only time that he was really, I don't know, there's probably other examples. I'm sure some listeners let us know. But I, I see the point you're making, and you're absolutely right to make it. I'm being way too like, <laughs> well, no. And I, I get that. But, but I also but yes. I also get your uh, your defending of Karen Travis because, yes, she was a brilliant. Yes. And and also my, my favorite uh, to follow on Twitter. Yeah. Yeah. My absolute favorite. She is Twitter so unassuming. I do love. I follow her too. We talk about we talk about yeah. anime. Yeah, she was talking about anime <laughs> early, like what what last night, and I'm like, well, Garrick's going to be in yeah. this, and, and he was. Yeah, <laughs> I gave her a suggestion, and she said, "Okay, <laughs> besties forever." Conversation. Yeah. Oh yeah. Kanye station. Oh, so I don't know. What do you guys think, man? I mean, are, are you excited that again? Let's assume for a moment that this is real. Does it? How does it make you feel that George may be back into the fray? Better. Can I take it? Yeah. Can I take a different perspective, yes. real quick? Okay. So yeah, he's a visionary. I love that he's being brought in to close down his story, to to bookend yeah. it. Because to me, that is sweet, sweet justice what? for him. And I, I love that he gets the opportunity to or at least have a little bit of input in it. We don't. Yeah. Well, the Skywalker saga is yeah, ending nah, supposedly after yeah, this movie. But yeah, maybe. Do you think? Of all the quote writer end quote slash directors out there, that George Lucas has the chops to help. I'm sorry, people are so sick of this phrase. Write the ship. Like, is he? Does he have the chops to actually give a narrative justification I, for everything that's transpired? I don't care. <laughs> is I don't enough. care. Just Fair the enough. fact that, like, from just because George Lucas, he's given us so much, he deserves this, and I'm glad if this is true that he's oh, getting it's the his turn. I don't care if the movie is a big piece of you know turd. It's a big well, turd. I'm just I glad mean, he Eric got to is get with his George. I'm going to make you a big bumper sticker that's a G the, with an at, arrow going at through the end of F9. It's just going to be George, George Lucas on screen waking up, and it was his dream. <laughs> I, just, I would love it. That's I mean, fine. That's, that's fine. I, I just love the symmetry of the whole thing and that he gets his I, input. I, I'm with end. you 100% on that. I, I love that. Yeah. If this is the complete wrap to the Skywalker saga that he has, however little, he has something to say there. But I mean, let's call a spade a spade. I mean, he's not going to have. I mean, this is going to be Chris Terrio and and J.J. Uh, Abrams. I, I don't mean, know. I, I don't know. I feel oh, like yeah. they're actually going to. I feel like right now to do this right now means that they're actually going to sit up and listen. And, and first off, I don't think J.J. Abrams ever wouldn't have. I don't know what went down with The Force Awakens. I really don't. But it feels like J.J. would always be receptive to that. It just feels that way. I, I, I JJ would, tends to be pretty damned respectful of the Hollywood elite that went before. I agree. Um, so 
Yeah, yeah, I, I actually, I completely agree with with uh, with you guys on this. It's just that I feel it would be disingenuous not to point out that two, three years ago, I'd have been like, "Oh hell no!" I'd say the past <laughs> is dead. Leave it in the past. We've learned those lessons since. Yeah. Forget the past. I'm just like I would have said past. absolutely not. But given where everything is right now, I'm like, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. Okay, good. It's, it's funny how uh, circumstances can change. Well, how, yeah, I was going to say how things come come full circle. Yeah. It's just, you know, there are a lot of there are a lot of talking heads out there, and a lot of people who talk about this stuff who are always going to cheer whatever's happening right in the moment. And we're cheering this, but I yeah, I want to point out that I would not have cheered it before, and 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 I don't know that my opinions, the way I was approaching it then, was necessarily wrong. What I've learned is that there aren't other people that are stepping up that I have more faith in. So it does seem poetic. It does seem like justified that it should be George. That there's comes in there's and, one and thing I do want to point yeah. out. Yeah, there's I'm one saying. thing I do want to point out here too, because I don't know, I don't, a month or two ago, we had a story that came out about George's original treatment for seven, eight, nine. Mm-hmm. And it was described as a midichlorian movie. And I, <laughs> what the hell does that even mean? <laughs> I don't even know. They, uh, I, I, they, they so started re- an island. They cloned Jedi's. They brought the the Jedi back from extinction, and there was a park, and there were well, jeeps. It was literally the reader of that of that particular uh, story was led to believe that we were going John to be Williams taken to a music. microscopic level and and watch the story of midichlorians somehow, which is is there is no absolutely way. absolutely ludicrous. So some Jedi switch gender. <laughs> <laughs> we only bred lady Jedis, but <laughs> I'm going to keep pluralizing Jedis for the rest of this podcast. Yeah, why not? Yeah. You're such but a I guess involved. I just want to, I want to back that. I've come full circle on that because I feel like he got kind of a raw deal on that story that, I mean, I think people were led to believe something that really wasn't true. I think, I think he did want to get into the origins of the force and, and tell that story. And he might've dug too deep. He is want to do that. George right. needs George's best when there's someone holding the reins back. Sure. For sure. Yeah, I, I feel that, that I can make that statement based on a number of his films, but yeah, I mean, yes, I, even if it's just uh, I, I, coming back to, to this particular story though, I, I agree with Garrick hundred percent, no matter how small his contribution is here. I think it is. It's great that he's been brought in, especially if this really is the wrap to the Skywalker. God, that golf cart is going to be so decked out. It's going to be the most pimped out. It's going to have like gold spinners on the rims. It's going to be called Helicopter. I, I pray <laughs> yes. to God. I have a license plate. I pray to yeah, God that helicopter. he's on the set every day and that when we see whoa, the behind whoa, the scenes whoa, documentaries. Whoa. He wasn't on the set every yeah. day. He's got more time there now. He's got more time now, Corey. <laughs> I want him yeah, there he's now. He's retired. You got to think, okay, the stakes are a little lower. Maybe he'll be more comfortable. Just actually showing hey, they're, up. They're finally building the, the museum, so he's got more time. Instructions <laughs> <laughs> begun. Finally, <laughs> they've taped it off. All right. Speaking of episode nine, <laughs> new new oh. news out this week that uh, episode oh. nine, Movie Web is reporting that episode nine may be rumored has it the longest Star Wars film in history. That's not what? surprising. <laughs> the longest Star Wars film of have, all time. I would expect nothing less. <laughs> all time. Stop, Corey. Stop. Because <laughs> you know that that makes me very nervous. Of all time. should know that I'm also leaning around my mic, leering at Mike <laughs> while clapping. <laughs> They're making fun of me because how long, they know how long was the uh, movies. Mike has a very small bladder. It's a medical condition. <laughs> 
He has an yeah. old man bladder. That's yeah, a prostate is like a grapefruit. <sighs> okay, OMB. he's got the OMB. <laughs> okay, so I'm just and gonna the- I'm gonna put this out here for me. This is my perspective. Oh, I yeah? I am tolerant of very 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 Little. very few very oh. few long movies. Yes. Okay, there are very few movies in existence that justify being three hours long. Can okay? confirm that Mike yes. feels that way passionately. <laughs> mm-hmm. I think most people deep down feel the same way. I think it's ridiculous uh, that maybe, since maybe the Lord unconsciously. of the, it feels to me like, like since the Lord of the Rings came out, everybody feels like, oh, we got to do a two and a half uh, hour it movie. Was, it was happening before then. Uh, it was happening know. before then. Uh, I don't know. You ever see Ben-Hur? <laughs> you ever see yeah, Gone with the Wind? A 15 minute I intermission ne- in the middle of the movie. I've never. You ever see Ten Commandments? Uh, I've never <laughs> said it hasn't happened before, but the popularity of it you seems ever see Spartacus? to have, have exploded. <laughs> yeah. yeah, all those and, and yeah, how many of those in the eighties were three hour movies? Almost none in the eighties. Yeah, I think we had our apex. Minutes. I think yes. ninety two minutes was oh, every thank, movie in the eighties. The, the first 80s. Blade Runner seemed like it was five hours long. <laughs> <laughs> Just kept going. But Blade Runner is one of those movies that can get away with it. Now that said, <laughs> why Ep Nine? Because Mike love likes it. it. <laughs> Ep9. about the original Dune movie? Ep9. I, that was I like mean, a million if, hours long. I guess if they can write the ship and pull it off. That's the thing. That's the thing. I'll be okay with that's it. That's the thing. I would like to meet the writer. I would like, I would suckle the teat of the writer who could resolve, oh. could first off, get us reinvested, explain what the hell's going on, yes. and then actually finish things off in 92 minutes. It's well, impossible. If it is the wrap to a nine part saga, yeah, that's it. I'm yeah, going to be, yeah. I'm going to be okay with that. Okay. I mean, overall. Now, what I'm probably going to be not okay with is the new rumor that they're going to split up episode nine into episode nine, part one, and episode nine, part yeah, two. And that's why I said <laughs> penultimate. <Dun, dun, dun. laughs> And then and then Thanos comes down. Yeah. yeah. And then they get some red matter and go back in time. Yep. And... <laughs> Dear God, if they split this movie into two, I am going to. Uh... I got to tell you. That would irritate me as well, because then the symmetry and the poetry all of it kind of all just right disintegrates. Also, it feels like a cash grab. Hey hey guys, hey hey guys, guys. Yeah, that's the Hobbit all over again. Tell me about. Can you tell me a movie that was uh, that was split into two, not planned as two? Can you tell me a, a story that was split into two at the end of a saga that was ever that good? No, no, not even kind of, not even kind of that movie should have been. I can't watch uh, seven and seven point one, seven and eight, book eight of Harry Potter. I can't watch them like I can watch Uh, the rest of them. I can't watch those last two films. They're just and and there was no need for it at the time. I didn't necessarily feel that way. This is a little bit different scenario where they might have to take extra time to hey, write the ship. Right. And 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 I'm I'm battling with that cuz this also isn't already a book that I'm we not, already know the story. I'm not oh, convinced. Yeah. I'm going to have to be convinced. I'll tell you right now, I'm not convinced. Oh, I'm not convinced either, but I mm-hmm. I would say uh, if anybody had a justification, this would be one. If someone came out in a press conference and said, "All right, guys, I know you're pissed about this two movie thing, but Trust us. Think of instead of episode <laughs> nine and episode nine point one. Think of this as episode eight point one and episode nine. I'd be ooh. like, oh, mind blown. 
<laughs> you know, there are, there are some factions out there. Yes, I know. <laughs> that are claiming episode maybe, nine part oh, one. Maybe they are redoing remake. it after all. <laughs> remake. They are doing the remake. And then when they got JJ, they, they raised enough the, money. When they sell the, the pack, it's, they only have three movies guys, in there. Guys, 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 guys. Guys, don't think of it. Don't, 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 don't think of it as a remake. It's called calling an audible. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and I don't understand sports, so I'm assuming it has something to do with audiobooks off Amazon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But you, you call it. them up to get a different book. See? They listen to audiobooks while they're playing there the you football. Go. That's right. <laughs> you got to have something to do. That crap gets boring. <laughs> got to do something in that huddle. Garrick's attention was totally split between PUBG and the first Colts preseason game last night. I'm calling him out. Mm, we were literally getting a play-by-play from Garrick over Discord last night. <laughs> yeah, I could. I'm the next John Madden, bro. <laughs> yeah, John Madden used to always go, "Why do they keep running it again? Why do they keep running? It? Why did they? Come on!" Good times. So last well, season, episode Practice. eight point one and episode nine. If it's that, <laughs> if I if I plant that message in your head, does it? Tell me what percentage of your pain is slightly or fear is slightly eased by that? Probably not much, man. How, I mean, how much? I want to. I want a numerical figure. One point three five percent. One point three five percent is what I'm going for. Okay, one point three five. Ah, see, sure. gotcha. I, I'll give you that much. The hook is set. <laughs> Like a fat dude playing harmonica. <laughs> Boom. Hooked you. Roasted. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. So yeah. I okay. Let's I'm gonna do I'm gonna do a round round table here. Oh boy. How we how do you feel about uh episode I'm Lancelot. Episode nine, part one and part two. I'm I'm for it. Okay. Garrett. Mm, I don't like the splitting into two movies. But it's not split if all. it's not done, if it's Corey, not written yet, right? Corey Corey's in. No. That's the thing, is it's not You're split. not. Like I, okay. Let me put it this way: If they just pretty much said, "You know, we're doing an episode nine and an episode 10 we're gonna do two new movies, complete new movies," I'd be like, "You know what? The trilogy thing's always been a thing, but it doesn't have to be." But if they say we're splitting this story we've created into two movies, that's gonna piss me off. I don't want to. I don't want a story that cuts off halfway through. I don't want an Avengers Infinity those. War Part One and Two. Oh, I love Infinity yeah. War, but I guess that's. I do want to. I do want to qualify. War is different. I feel. I, I do want to qualify. Mike, did you we, like Infinity War? I loved Infinity War, but they didn't market it as two movies. I didn't even know that going Mike, into. Well, it. they did early on, and then they. I cut. got a follow up question, Mike. Would it trouble you to know that movie was two hours and forty minutes well, long? No, because it was good, man. You know, <laughs> by, <laughs> which was eight minutes longer than the longest Star Wars. Yeah movie ever made which was the last I jedi i know <laughs> i know just saying just say you, know you can hook me though i mean i didn't feel that I, way about by the way everybody nigel's at garrick's house tonight <laughs> dude return of the king i didn't feel that way about return of the king and that was god awful i mean in terms of what no, no. he didn't feel that way i say. didn't feel that way it was oh, what i'm saying oh, it was sure. long as hell okay. is what i'm saying and i didn't feel that way yeah, because it was, it was great but you know go over there and punch you when i when i watched yeah. two towers it drags for me no, nowadays. No, you can just go. You know. Return of the King, not so much. Tree Beard. Two Towers does drag for me now. Tree Beard. Two Towers does drag a little bit. Mm, you guys but, are stupid. Uh, but Fellowship <laughs> of the Ring, <laughs> I, I, love, I love Fellowship and Return of the King. I can watch those all day. How is going to I watch the extended the version with the thing. five hours that added footage. How are gonna seriously <laughs> take us to task on his Lotro podcast? All I'm saying is if you're going to make a three-hour movie, you better make it worth it, man. And I'll tell Lotro's you what, there's, certain, Voltron, there's certain genres that can pull it off. Uh, for example, uh, Mission Impossible, the Mission Impossible movie, Yeah, two hours and 47 minutes long. 
Bible. This new one? The new one is two hours and 47 minutes long. ironic. I was going to go see that. Everybody loves it, but I'm not going to see it now. That's actually really ironic because I didn't know it was two hours and 47 minutes long, and I still have no desire to see it. I actually... But it's got Henry Cavill in it. Less desire to see it I actually like the Mission I do want to watch Mustachioed Henry Cavill beat someone's butt. Because every he time I've those, said it, he cocked I've those said it fists, baby. Yeah, he, he literally he <laughs> yeah, racked his fists, and I've said it on the podcast before. And then it's like the coolest looking thing I've ever seen a dude do that means nothing. You gotta load by your guns way, before you fire, way, man. Sidebar, sidebar. <laughs> yeah. Henry Cavill done with Superman. Are you sure about that? Oh. Yep. Did you click the link yeah. that you sent out? It was a Rickroll, man. It was a Rickroll. <laughs> oh no, I got Rickroll. <laughs> Shit! You sent us a link and you didn't even click on it. Oh, I'm, I'm guilty of the shit I say. I hate. Oh no! <laughs> I immediately, without clicking the link, I went and I googled Henry Cavill oh, quit no. just like, and there's literally nothing out there. I am such an nothing. Asshole. And if you actually click on the link, it just went straight to YouTube. Rick, Rick Astley never going to give you up the whole music video. You know, and Mike. <laughs> Got that is Rick rolled. That is good stuff. I didn't even. I <laughs> that just, is good he's stuff. grinning ear to ear. He's so happy. <laughs> I didn't even know that. Get Rick rolled. You I didn't know it. No, I just the way you were talking. I'm like, I bet you it was a Rick roll. <laughs> you just guessed when yeah. I said, "Are you sure?" Yeah, you just guessed from me saying it. Yeah, mm-hmm. oh, I, I I had to wonder. That's why immediately. It's like anything I get news related these sure, days. Right. I immediately go Google yeah, other gotta, sources. You got to do it. It's, yeah, right. Today's day and age, right? And I that found was, zilch. That was me being lazy. Yeah. <laughs> Being lazy, baby. Ladies and gentlemen, just another shining example of fly casuals, advanced thinking, and planning. (laughs) (laughs) That was purposely put there. Henry Henry Cavill ain't getting out from under that contract after only a couple films. That that rocks. I'm excited about that. Maybe he'll shave his mustache. I don't know. I'd rather Superman just have a mustache because he looks good with a mustache. He's a handsome piece of man. He is a handsome. He had a beard in the first one. I don't know why they couldn't give him. He'd been dead. I know. Hair growth. I mean, your your skin rots away and your hair comes out. Yeah. Why not? Why not have mustache? I'm a a xenobiologist. I understand all the alien species (laughs) hair growth. Look at me. I do. A follicle scientist. Yeah, mustachio. A politician. I study hair. (laughs) I love hair. I almost said a paleontologist, but then I realized that that's a real thing and it's not that. Yeah. Because hair in Spanish is real. I'm really excited that he's back. That he's back. He never went, dude. (laughs) Well, he did. He did die. To me, he's back. (laughs) Back again. I uh, guess he's back. I actually, a little bar to me, a little disappointed. I was like, oh, cool. (laughs) Henry Cavill in other vehicles. Because I like, I want to like Henry Cavill in more stuff. Oh, no. He's still being busy with that. Oh, stop it. DC's all right. The worst. It's it's not Marvel, but it's, it's okay. <laughs> it's not even all no, right. It's the worst. Here's it's my upbringing. Right. Mike said it DC is. is all right, and immediately I'm hearing DC talks. <laughs> Jesus is all right with me. <laughs> immediately. Wasn't that a cover of a? No, 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 no. It's a remake of a song by the Birds. Jesus is just. Oh, Jesus is just all right with me. Just all right. The hippie song. Jesus is just all right. And DC talks that. Nah, Jesus is still all right, bro. Yeah, bro. Change the word. New song. Change one word. Good stuff. I wish we'd all been DC talk, man. I went to a DC talk concert. I did too. Yeah, supernatural, man. I took I took I took a girl to a DC talk concert. That's how misguided I was. Hot. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Of. 
I bet you got so much hand-holding. <laughs> she wanted to swing dance the whole time. I didn't understand. That she is... broke up with me that night and married one of our listeners. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> true wow. story. All for the best, wow. I guess. That's a true story. All right. Well, there we go. The, so, so listener, if you want to get married, have <laughs> your have, girl date. Yeah. All right. And get DC to talk to tour again. That's yeah. number one. And then I have to well, be conned into going. What's his name still singing? Is he? I forget his name. DC? D or C or talk. Because <laughs> there were three of them, and I don't know which one was yeah. which. Mr. Talk. Yeah, I don't remember the name, but I hear him every once in a while. All right, so I got to ask, uh, how do you guys feel about the end of the Star Wars saga, man? I mean, is that... Well, it hasn't come out yet. Do you believe that is going uh-huh. to be the case? End of the Skywalker saga, you believe saga, you mean? that we are actually at the end? We will never hear any more about the Skywalkers ever, ever, ever? No, I don't believe that. They're all dead. That's just ridiculous redonkulous it's yep. have has it's never actually been stated that luke has no child that luke is childless right it's true uh, did you just give him part of a jaeger bomb no that is a jaeger bomb my friend that's just that's not even fizzing isn't it supposed to like fizz or bomb up or something no or, sir no they're supposed this to be is, like a this is a power drink man they're supposed this to is red physical. bull some we're, weird kind of like it's supposed oh, to bomb it. We should we you should shoot bring it like back a bomb in Howie's mouth. I assume there should be. Yeah, that was a great segment. I missed that one. I, oh yeah, I, think I, I still love got that. Some one. of the things I bought several years ago for you to put in your oh, mouth. That sounds terrible. <laughs> I expected some kind of Beekman's World esque like foam explosion when you mix those things. Well, you were no. going to be sadly mistaken. I'm already sadly mistaken. Nope. It, you just get a fat guy in a rat suit. That's, that's all you get. get. And and the chick from Sister Act two. Have yeah. you have, let me ask you this before you react. Have you ever had Jaeger? No. Oh, so okay. you didn't know how awful it is. Jaeger. No, it's disgusting. It tastes like black I licorice. Jaeger pretty is much of what I'm Jaeger tasting. is black licorice. Mm-hmm. It's, it okay. is, it is, uh, it, it's deer AKA blood. disgusting. Black licorice <laughs> and refugee children's tears. Mm. Too soon? <laughs> no, no, no. Like old, old, old war refugee children. Oh. I went the rest like of it war. down the hatch. Reminds me of cough syrup. No, delicious. It is, it is cough syrupy. <laughs> I don't deny that. Well, you're selling me on it. <laughs> I still love it, though. You're going to have to wait to the second half for me to do it. <laughs> it's, a, it's an upper buzz, man. Uh, a cumberbuzz? No, upper buzz. Oh, I'm, I was like, are we have another name for... Benedict Cumberbuzz. Sorry sorry for the, the sidetrack there. Okay, back to the Skywalker saga. Do you actually he had believe one just a few it's over. It's over. Okay, Corey, do you actually believe this is the end of the, the, the Skywalkers? We're not going to hear from them again. No, I don't believe it. I think we're going to hear snippets mm. of Skywalky goodness. Well, well, I think we'll always hear snippets. I mean, you just said we'll never hear from them again. He is asking the question. What I'm I'm asking is, are we going to get a movie about the Skywalkers or I mean, because, yeah, when you when you talk about the Skywalkers in a different movie, that's one thing. Mike, you you know what I you know what you know what being a fan of movies has taught me what to never say never again. Mm -hmm. Amen, son. I'm with you. But amen. I may be willing to believe that that is completely their intention at this time. I might be willing I, to buy that. I'm mm-hmm. on board with you, 100. Yeah. percent I do. I believe it's their intention, mm-hmm. but yes, I don't think it'll be the end. Mm-hmm. Ultimately, I think it's. I think it's disingenuous to call this a Skywalker saga. Dude, thank you. Isn't it the three PO saga? It's a three PO and R two. Yeah, come on. The movie's about the droids. Took a decades long nap. Yeah, it's the droid saga. Come on, he was. He he was napping on a broken motorcycle. What's going to happen to R two now? Oh, poor R2. Oh, man, he's stuck. Yeah. Oh, wait, no, he wasn't with them. He's with Ray. But 
Yeah, he's on the Falcon. He never uh, got Falcon, to see right? Luke. Yeah. Yeah, he, he did. did. Yeah, he did. When, there he was showed a, him a hologram yeah, of yeah, Leia. Remember the guilt trip? And he goes, that's pretty low moves, bro, or whatever. He showed he him the old And he's like, watch your language. You don't remember? I actually like that. Oh, that was funny. funny. Howie has wiped The Last Jedi from his mind. <laughs> I'm on, give me the Jager bomb. I'm a Jager bomb. I'm a Jager bomb. <laughs> Here we go. That is one Here of the few scenes that I actually enjoyed in that movie. Wow. Am I supposed to chug yeah. this? You don't I have did to. It in two sips. I, I sip, dude. I sip. I'm a sipper. Sacred Island. Watch your language. That was the best line in the there movie, right there. Come on, man. It 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 <laughs> absolutely 100 how he tastes like Dimetap. Yep. <laughs> Stings the senses. What senses? <laughs> oh man, guys, I loved that movie after Rogue One called Solo: A Star Wars Story. It was amazing. <laughs> you know who had input on that comes. movie? You know who had input on that movie? Who that? George, George Lucas. George T. Just saying. Lucas. George Just saying. The of all Lucas. <laughs> George of all w. time. Lucas. Yep. He's the best Lucas I know. George J. Lucas. George, George Thomas the best. Jefferson Lucas. <laughs> <laughs> Wow, this his middle name is Thomas Jefferson. <laughs> no, that's just his initials for his middle name. Should have saved that for yeah. Porkins. It's actually a gigantic acronym. <laughs> I can't get into it right now. It's too personal. <laughs> Take your time, Mike. Sorry. <laughs> his actual middle name is Walton. I like to say after the, the year, bomb, I immediately Walton? took. Ooh, George W. Lucas Walton. was right. Yeah. No, I. Yeah. Yep. That's accurate. Ford said that. Yeah. I uh I immediately after the Eggerbaum had to take a sip of Coke Zero and Crown. <laughs> because that was that was better tasting. Is that like Crown Is that like Crown Napalm? Uh, the, the buzz yeah. is better, man. It's I'm telling you. I miss Coke Zero with Royal Crown Cola. Oh. I call it a I call oh. it a Coca-Cola Cola. What's the point of the zero then? Uh, it's now 50. It's it's a it's a Royal Coke 50. Hold on. Carry one point three five colas. All right, Garrick. I don't think you've we've quite gotten your perspective on the end of the Skywalker saga. So, what do you think, man? Yeah, end it. Whatever. <laughs> it's fine. Be done. Move on. Where's my Jager bomb? <laughs> well, they're all dead. I mean, well, except Kylo, I guess. But you're not wrong. I mean, that's kind of <laughs> no matter how you feel about the the you know the last Jedi. That's where we're kind of left right now. It's like, well, you know, you're gonna make me cry. <laughs> I mean, oh, it's not—it's right. not anything about who likes film and who all doesn't. Right. It's just gonna, gonna, the state of affairs no, it's, is. It's going to make s- me cry that they're all—they're all dead. Yeah, I'm going to set this up for <laughs> Lando you. Lando ain't dead, baby. Garrick, I'm going to set this up for you. He's also so not a Skywalker. Garrick, He's a Skywalker. Garrick, I'm going to set this up for you, man. He was Skywalker right? adjacent. Right. Come on, guys. <laughs> guys. I'm going to set this up. up. Let me knock this out of the park. Go ahead. Here we go. So we get through nine, and 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 actually Kylo dies because Ray kills him because he won't be converted, and the Skywalkers are dead. Okay. Freaking right. Kylo. Then episode 10. All yeah. right. Uh-huh. We come to find Wait, out that before 10? Luke died, that he uh-huh. had had a baby Jason with one Mara what? T. Skywalker. Okay, I'm back in. Mara Skywalker. T. Skywalker saga. 10 more movies. Go to episode 20 all the way. Now it's time for the Mara saga. That's right. I'm back in, baby. I'm back in, baby. I like it when Afra's going to be there. I like it when Mike comes up with the hypotheticals. Let me see if I can get you back in. It's usually me trying to pull Mike out of the dredges. 
Well, it's easy to pull Garrick back in. All you have to say is Mara Jane. That's true. I'm pretty much. I'm easy that way. And others. I I know that. Whoa. Whoa. Ain't lying. Put a ring on it. Yep. Mm -hmm. I won't say. I'm not telling you what what I put the ring on. Hey, oh. Wow. (laughs) It's that kind of podcast. All right. Dude, All dude, right. dude, you know how we started this off. I do. I do. Disney in the news this week. It, boards. It never goes Again? up at the end. <laughs> Ever. All right, I'm going to try to get Disney in the news this week, boys. Oh, Aren't boy. they in the news every week? It's a small world. They are in the news every week. Because but, uh, they own everything and there's stuff in the news. I was going to say, they're going to be owning everything here very soon. Very, very, very soon. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. Uh, on their quest to own everything. <laughs> <laughs> I want to play that game, Disney and the Quest. To own everything. <laughs> <laughs> I want it to be an isometric, uh, uh, an isometric RPG with uh, with random encounters. It's yeah. going to be called Disney's United States of America. Yep, the Disney States <laughs> of America. The Disney States of America. T M. R ball. United States of Disney. Copyright forever. Oh yeah. One state of Disney. Hey, Mike. They're just going to turn the states into different worlds. (laughs) (laughs) Corn world, Indiana. All right. Nebraska would get so pissed if we were corn world. I think we'd just be, we would be generic farm world. I think that would be. Soybean slash cornfield world. Soy world. There you go. Racetrack world. (laughs) You've got a lot of soy. That's true. There's more than soy in Indiana. Yeah, soy. I'm just saying. Mm, yeah, corn. <laughs> Beautiful Lake Schaefer. Monticello, Indiana. And Monticello, Indiana. Proving on once again on Channel 4 in Tuscaloosa. <laughs> Tuscaloosa, Indiana. That's a thing, right? Anyway, Disney oh, on the prowl. Indiana could be we pronounce French names in a non-French way world. French, French. Uh, wait, which, what's like French? Versailles, Indiana. Versailles. Uh-huh. Versailles. Verdot. Vivi. Monticello. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right? Yeah, Monticello. Right. No, we call it Monticello, don't we? We do. Yeah. We do. No, You're some right. Some people do. French lick. Yeah. Yeah. It's the only yeah. French thing I can we think of. We don't call it French lick. We call oh, it French oh, lick. Oh. At the beautiful resort in French Lake. You know, there is a nice resort in French Lake. And it was very popular, actually, back in the Prohibition days. Uh, You might not know this, but a lot of, like, booze runners would go hang out down there at the resort of French Lake. Very uh, cool place. But whenever people refer to the resort in French Lake, Indiana, I'm like, well, you just undersold it by saying where it was. (laughs) (laughs) That's where Larry Bird's from, man. Yeah, home of the Birdman. The Birdman. Come on. The hick from French Lake. Outside of Indiana and Boston. (laughs) Uh, Well, Boston doesn't care anymore because he's associated with the Pacers, but yeah. All right. He's back home again. They still care. They still care. in Indiana. You know, there's more than corn in Indiana. We've yeah, we covered, covered that, that like thrice. Oh, we covered it. that. Come on. All right. Disney on the prowl this week to reclaim <laughs> oh. cable How'd your wife, How'd your kids, <laughs> the uh, original six movies. So for those who have been asleep cable for the last uh, 10, 15 years, yeah. we're coming for you. FXX. <laughs> I don't even know who has anymore. I know a spike at one time. Does Disney own TNT, Fox? Yet? Maybe. Uh, they're about to own Fox. Well, if they FXX don't has had the rights to the for the cable rights for the film for a while, and that's Fox. Is it Fox? Isn't they're about FX to. owned by Fox? Yeah, that's the yeah, F, F in F Fox. And and FX. <laughs> it's Fox Extreme Extreme. It's it's an extreme. Well, at least channel. it's not FXXX. Ooh. Ooh. We mean at least somebody's it's not. dot com squatting. 
Go, Mike. Well, right Disney up. is attempting. It looks like uh, actually TNT currently owns the oh, cable TNT? rights. Okay. Nailed it. So okay. Time Warner currently owns the cable rights to uh, the original six movies. Hey, it's Dynamite. And uh, apparently Disney. Wait, doesn't Comcast own that? <laughs> Time Warner? Time Warner. It's, it's Turner. Tim Turner, then part of Time Warner. The, 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 the Comcast kind thing, of, never, wait, that's Turner, never finalized. Turner, was it? Separate deal was oh, made okay. between Turner and Fox, the original distributor of a new. We're book. not what you call market people. <laughs> <laughs> anytime I thought there was just two companies, Disney and Comcast. Anytime anybody tells they me everything. they've invested money in, or bought stock in something, and they're in my social circles, other than how he buying pop All stock. Right, so here, because I'm like. It, is that what you all do? should do? Here it is. I'll, I'll quote for 160 percent. I will increase. quote from the article, citing anonymous sources. Bloomberg reports that there have been talks behind the scenes as Disney hopes to regain the rights to all Star Wars movies in time for the planned 2019 launch of its branded streaming service. Turner purportedly wants financial considerations as well as programming to replace the films, which are in heavy rotation <laughs> on the cable channel. They are. They're on every weekend. Yeah, I know. With the eight-year agreement with TNT and TBS, it is set to run through 2024. The absence of Star Wars movies <laughs> could leave a sizable hole in Disney streaming service. So this sounds like trading baseball cards. <laughs> <laughs> if you give me Star Wars, I'll well, give you, you my Jose Canseco I mean, rookie. TNT, I mean, they spent a lot of money to get those films and rotation oh, on their yeah. channels. They're not going to give it up without no, I mean, they'll being want, compensated. Yeah, yeah. They want to be, comp they not only want to be compensated monetarily. They want something to fill those holes. Yeah. <laughs> Just give them fifth element and die hard. <laughs> Done. <laughs> Basically the same thing. I don't, I don't, I don't know that Basically. fifth element's going to net that much. <laughs> I'd watch. Sorry, fellas. I, I would. Watch. I watch it every I time it's on. That's what if, if I'm flipping channels, I see fifth element. I'm stopping. All the way. Fifth Element was Man. my Star Wars when there was no Star Wars. Check out those Muppet heads. Yeah, dog. <laughs> and hello, uh, Mila. Hello. Hello. Mm -hmm. mm. Jojovich. Mm -hmm. Pope. Po 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 no, there's somebody like, you know, when you dress up a lady in Jengar's head wraps, I'm a little less interested. Oh, Sorry. Man. She's the perfect being. Yes, dude. Hello. She's the fifth Come element, on. dude. Hello? No, love is the fifth element, Mike. Did Where's you, the fourth element? I did not I understand that? that. Mike finishes before the end of the now. film, so he's <laughs> never watched it. I never get past the part where she's in the little tube. <laughs> <laughs> Done. <laughs> or is it the part where she takes her shirt no, no, off? I don't, yeah. I don't, I don't uh, want to pursue they're this. They're both the same. I don't want to pursue this line. <laughs> Why not? It's hot. <laughs> they don't show it on TV. They don't. Oh, they no, should. That, I mean, not. Something. I like the part where they neuter Gary Oldman and wait, make him wear a dog cone. <laughs> <laughs> Gary Oldman, brilliant that film. <laughs> oh yes, yeah, brilliant. Yeah. What was his name? John ba Baptiste Zorn or something? Dude. Oh yeah, no, I'm yeah. <laughs> the scene where he opens the suitcase and oh, <laughs> sees yeah. that the stones aren't there for the last time. His single greatest role <laughs> of all time. It was. It was the, amazing. The brilliant. pinnacle, pinnacle of acting achievement. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh -huh. You broke, Mike. I'm surprised. I'm actually surprised that the, I'm knowledge. actually surprised that the Academy hasn't created a new award just to give it the to Gary Oldman for the Fifth Element. <laughs> the Gary Oldman in the Fifth Element Award. The give it away Element every award. year. I would Today's, cheer. I'd watch the Oscars if they did that. For the Gary Oldman Fifth Element Award are Gary Oldman, the Fifth Element. <laughs> every year. Every year. 
And the Oscar goes to (laughs) Gary Oldman. This is always so exciting. Hold on. I'm all fingers. I'm all thumbs. Gary Oldman, the fifth element. And the crowd goes wild. Everybody stands up and cheers. Yeah, the crowd goes wild. You get get to look at Matt Damon's response because the camera goes right to him for some reason between everything. (laughs) Dude, that that movie is It's a pretty man. My friend, brilliant. From beginning to end. There's nothing not mm-hmm. to like about that yep. film. It has Luke Perry in it for crying out loud. I like that movie. Luke <laughs> I freaking don't Perry. Get all of your <laughs> fanaticisms. It has that dude from uh what was that? Friday? The Friday movie? <laughs> You're talking about Chris Tucker? <laughs> yeah, Chris Tucker. The dude Chris from Tucker. Yeah, Chris Tucker. Yeah. He's Chris great Tucker. in that film, dude. Are you kidding me? Come on, my man. <laughs> come on. Super green. <laughs> come on, come on. Come on. <laughs> It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a bomb. It's got Bilbo in it. Bilbo Baggins. We're discussing. Oh, look, I did it this time. It was me. It was me, guys. Sorry, I want to, I want to start a fifth element podcast now. Do it. Yeah. You should go do that in someone else's house. Now, now if any movie needs, needs a saga, it's fifth element. Yeah, dude. You're right, man. If they, if they swap it with fifth element, I'll get a cable prescription. Wait, wait. Mike, Mike, the filth filth element, the filth element was a completely different film. Sorry, man. The Jaeger's kicking in. That was, uh, that was the Friday night, uh, Cinemax version, the filth element. Oh no. The filth. Yeah. <laughs> Friday Night Cinemax is not what you think. No, I, I bet it's not. I bet it's not. <laughs> it's way more exciting than what's, that. What's else? What what other things news happening, Mike? News? <laughs> Star Wars TV. Star Wars <laughs> TV in the news this week. Hey! Boy. Hey. <laughs> Making Star Wars this week is reporting that... Uh, they got the inside scoop on uh, what the Star Wars television show fronted by John Favreau. Oh, Danger, Will Robinson. No. Danger. Uh, what his TV series is going to be about. Featuring. Danger. Featuring. Um, baby metal. Oh, wow. Ooh, no. no, no. In Mandalorian yeah. armor. Ooh. Oh. He might. It sounds like the us. greatest TV Most show of all time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Huh. Really? Yep. I'm going to have to think this through. Of all time. Of all time. time. The best, the, the biggest TV event of all time. What's it about? We'll include Baby Metal and Mandalorians. Mandalorians, huh? Yeah. Mandalorians. So the sec- How does this make you feel, Corey? The second I heard this, I tweeted at John Favreau and told him to get with Karen Travis. Yeah, I was going to figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I saw how you included Pitter, her tweet. <laughs> Pitter, patter. You guys need to talk. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I don't yep. know how true this is. Actually, uh, I th- I think it was John Favreau. I think I read something. Don't quote me. I think I read something this week. Maybe it's a record. Hold on. Hold on. Wait, wait. I want to write this down to get it exactly as you say yeah. it. Uh, basically, I, I I think he was quoted as saying is, uh, if we do this, we're going to need a lot of money. Uh-huh. <laughs> this is going to take a lot of money we're to do this. Give you, you guys know how much real jetpacks cost. <laughs> <laughs> we got to do the practical effects, man. This ain't, oh. ho- this ain't hoverboard money. <laughs> This isn't the greatest American hero. So how does this, how does this make you <laughs> guys be. feel, Garrick, if we have a TV show about Mandalorians? I like it. Yeah? That's it. That's Boba it. Fett. That's it. Right? I need... Yeah. Some of my favorite characters in Star Wars are Mandalorians. I need... Yeah, yep. two of them. Specifically. Yep. Boba Fett. Uh, I, I, need, I need more, more depth. Yeah. More Mandalorian depth than I've even gotten out of Rebels. I need yeah. more. And, and I had that in the, in the old canon... 
I, I'm a broken record. I know. I mean, can you, but I had it, and I don't. Nothing in the Clone Wars about Candorous Mando. Ever, okay, well, yeah, Candorous. Well, and that yeah. is, yeah. and that Candace. is, Candace. that's canon right now. The stuff that was in Clone Wars. Well, right. So they're gonna but have to Candace, play off that. Candorous is from Old Republic. I know. I'm not talking or, about Candorous. I'm talking that if they do a TV show, they're not yeah. gonna go back to Old Republic. I don't. So. I don't. I don't care about the Mandalorian. You don't know of the that. Clone Wars Mandalore of the Clone Wars, and I barely give a crap about the, how that was brought into Rebels. It's just not. There's nothing interesting about it to me other than the fact that they wear cool armor and have jetpacks. I need more what depth. More do you need? More do you need, Corey? War- so I come need freaking warrior farmers because that was awesome. <laughs> Riding on freaking basilisks, effers. That's what yeah. I like. I don't. I'm not saying I need that, but like that added the depth. It added the depth that the that the awe of Boba Fett desperately needed to ju- to be justified. In my opinion, she wrote something that made it. Oh, there was a oh, great. Wait, these people are damn cool. It, there was a great mythos to all that. For those who yes. who have not are not familiar with those old legends books and whatnot. Essentially, um, Mandalore, the planet. I mean, the original planet mm-hmm. was like decimated mm-hmm. in war. And so they actually moved from planet to planet. Yeah. And uh, the current planet, while she was writing her story, was had been, on, had been it, for a long time. Right. And it was a farming world. Mm-hmm. And it was a very interesting take on um, on that whole mythos. Yeah. And, and the whole thing are, about there, they like they, the, the, the culture had almost fallen apart because they couldn't even make armor anymore because they didn't have any of the best scar metal. But then the use and Vong war opened up these swords on the world where all this new ore was exposed. So they were like, all right, we need to go back to the old ways. We need to be warriors again. We need to band together and, and under a single Mandalore leader. And that was all like, oh, wow. Like, it, it's almost like, you know, it's like it's like uh, like the Scotch Irish recovering from the Romans. You know, it, it, it was just. Uh, yeah, uh, they could still do that. Though. They could. And that's why well, I'm saying they, I John just, Favreau needs to get with Karen Travis. That would be nice. Try I, her marmalades. I, yeah. And I, I've, I've <laughs> and actually I've got faith in John Favreau because I of do. what he's done with. Iron Man. But he's got to have the right people talking to him. He's right. got to know where the right source right. material I was is. Say, and, because and she, I don't... Was, she was written out of the source material by right. George motherfreaking right. Lucas himself. Right. So, and yeah, just to kind of hit on what you're saying, I mean, the, you know, that whole mythos was set up with Karen Travis pre-Disney, and then George Lucas came in and kind of overwrote all of that when he did the Clone oh. Wars series. It was, and, and, turned, and that's something that Pablo told, told me directly out on Twitter because I asked I said hey because he was taking questions one day it was before he hated talking about Star Wars <laughs> <laughs> and I, I asked I said whose idea was it? he goes that was all George yeah all George to get rid of all that I remember when you did and that's fine I'm, I'm okay with something new but it needs to have that level of turn it on its head should sure. be interesting to me just right. tough dudes in armor not interested right I, I would tend to agree. And I actually, I have my doubts because of that. Cause I don't feel like tough dudes and armor. I just don't feel like there's enough to really build. And I could without be starting wrong. from total scratch. Yeah, right. Yeah, I mean, right. I, how do you make it interesting for the casual star Wars fan? You yeah. know what I mean? I don't know. I mean, maybe he'll come out and completely surprise us. I hope so. Yeah. Really me, too. Do. me too. I'm rooting for, him. I'm rooting for him regardless. Yeah. By all means. Faux show. What else is going on? Faux show. Uh, let's see. Donnie Yen in the news this week, boys. Yay. Donnie Yen. Yay. I like that uh, guy. With the force. He is one he's with dead. the force. Uh, Donnie Yen, you would know from a Rogue One. Ooh, that was a good movie. Very good movie. One of the highest on my <laughs> like list. That one. Heck of a film. And uh, Donnie Yen was uh, recently interviewed, and uh, Gizmodo is reporting that uh, he was asked about recent troubles 
in the Asian markets for The Last Jedi and for the Solo movie. Mm-hmm. The Solo movie, I don't even... Did, did it even... It only did a week or something. Yeah, it was, it was yeah, in and out. It was like one good. week. And then... Uh, and I, I think even The Last Jedi... I'll bet, Jedi it, was, I'll bet was, it was marketed... None. Yeah. And, yeah. <laughs> not at all. Like non-existent. Zero. Given how much they marketed it here. Now, just to give you guys, it. before I get into the story, just to give some... And we've talked about this at length before, but just to give some background on it for new listeners... Essentially, the Asian markets are very different in terms of Chinese. This is the Chinese market. It is. It's specifically the Chinese market is very different than American audiences and Mm -hmm. actually a lot of audiences around the world. But Asian, I I would say Asian markets in general are more about the spectacle and the overall. um, They're they're more about the spectacle than they are the story. Mm -hmm. Am I saying that right? Would you agree with that? No. And I would say they're. They are not as heavily, I would say, into like dialogue heavy films as they are. Like, I wouldn't say they aren't into the story, but I think they like to absorb the story in different ways. Sure. I think that's, that's how fair. I would. Sure. That. I think that's. But fair. yes, the Western interpretation of that is more action, less talky. But that isn't necessarily uh, the way. Good, that, that's not necessarily the way they make their own films. That's just the cheap Western sure. attempt to. A, and it works. A good, a, um, a, a good way to illustrate that would be the Transformer movies. The Transformer movies yes. do huge in the horrible. Asian markets. Absolutely They're huge. Yeah. They are horrible movies. That's that's the difference in taste between. I would like to point audiences. out that Mike is wearing a Transformer shirt featuring am, animated style characters. Yes, the original. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> which I wish they would go back to, but. Yes, that's actually just briefly on the Transformers stuff. The reason I don't like those movies is because the old cartoons were so heavy on developing the individual characters. Mm. Each individual Transformer had its own personality, and you really got to, you know, everybody got that's to why you're identify. That's movie, bro. <sighs> Get off me, man. That Bumblebee movie looks better than any of the other Transformers. I haven't, movies. I haven't probably seen just kill him in a cave or something. Hey, hey, hey uh, I'll give you a clue. He's a Volkswagen. <laughs> I, I know. I don't care. Classic. <laughs> anyway. So who's directing it? I, Not Michael. That I don't, I don't know. know. Yeah, John Favreau. Oh, Favreau. John T. Favreau. There we go. Bumblebee played by George Robert Lucas Ryan Johnson. <laughs> I'd rather George Lucas Bumblebee movie. <laughs> Would you? So anyway, so yeah, but yeah, the Chinese market is very strange. Like so, you know, they banned. It's uh, just different. They banned the uh, they banned the new uh, the that Christopher Robin movie. In China, do you know that? No, I didn't. Oh, yeah. <laughs> there's memes going around that compare uh, President, uh, what's his name, Xi Jinping? Xi Jinping. It's a poo. Oh, Xi yeah. Jinping. Yeah, to <laughs> Winnie the Pooh. That's awesome. And apparently, the resemblance is so, so awesome. striking that he and he is so upset <laughs> by this that the government has banned. I love. The movie. I love whiny dictator. I, I don't. I feel bad for the people that live under what whiny dictators. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> But yeah, it's hard to say. Hilarious. I love whiny dictators. That's a, that's a tough position to. I, I love laughing at whiny dictators. There you go. How about that? Is oh, that yeah, better? I feel like there that's okay. There we go. All right. You love so lampooning. Anyway, so, whiny like dictators. we said, there is a difference between an Americanized audience and an Asian audience. Asianized audience. Asianized. <laughs> and uh, here's Donnie interesting. Yen was asked, specifically, Donnie Yen was asked about why the Star Wars, the, the newest Star Wars movies, aren't doing that well. And, why? Why did they ask Donnie Yen? Why did they ask him? He's Chinese because he's, he's Chinese. Chinese. My he's friend. a successful <laughs> Chinese movie, star. very successful. He's yes. like one of the biggest over there. He's a martial so artist. They were uh, asking him what his take on you know why Asian markets aren't absorbing Star Wars movies the way other audiences are, and essentially he gave the answer that we just gave. Right, mm-hmm. that there is a difference between. But he went a little bit deeper. He said, he said, you know what? It's it's funny because you know here he feels like in in China. 
that like at film school mm-hmm. that they they take American movies and they dissect them and they try to understand them. Yeah. And he said, but the opposite is not true. He said in yep. in America that at film schools they don't try to they they don't dissect. Asian films and why they do well. I think there's an assumption that foreign films. Well, that's are not. A, that's not hundred percent. Well, true. in animation school, they do, they. I think there's more of a focus of. No, I mean like Kurosawa films. I'm, I'm sure they. Do. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, I don't know if that's viewed as anything that's like a modern equivalent of. I think those. I are think just what like, he's saying is it's like historical. Yeah, right. I mean, I think he, he's yeah. saying you know, in terms just of saying. trying to make a modern Asian <laughs> a, a modern movie that would appeal to an Asian audience. Yeah, I don't think that that is being studied as what his point and is. i think the reason for that is hollywood has always been the head of the pack in terms of movie making right i mean it it's sure. it, it, and it there's always going to be a little changing. bit of big headedness in yes. terms of well that is, that is changing dramatically. absolutely it is it is but there's always gonna be a little bit of big headedness about like well you know they're behind us and there's and usually i would say there's a little bit of fire behind that smoke if you look at a lot of different foreign markets you can actually see okay that you know that country's producing movies that are literally styled 10 years behind ours you know like how ours were 10 years ago that one's okay that country's like 25 years this country's actually really close but like you're saying that's changing because they're all developing at such a faster well, pace well and the, and the worldwide I mean, shoot, markets Netflix actually is buying up bollywood stuff left and right, right. you know Right. Yeah. Well, and K dramas and oh, yeah. just just J, with J just dramas. with the internet alone. I mean, the world is becoming that much smaller because that mm-hmm. we. I mean, you know, audiences from around the it world doesn't actually change size. I'm just saying we can communicate yeah, with each other now. The world's <laughs> the same size it was. It's smaller though. Because no, yeah, because of, because it's, the it's, ore <laughs> that was dug out of the ground to make Elon Musk's Tesla is now go. in yes. space. That's it. That's it. Yep. <laughs> but, Boom. But you can't. Technically true. No, but no. Howie, what you're saying, I, I agree 100. percent Yes, the, the, these but things are gravity. changing. And uh, I think I think actually <laughs> I like there how will. You said Howie, I agree 100 percent, and then agreed with himself. <laughs> you guys hear that? That was awesome. I think there will always be American movies. I mean, th- that appeal to our t- our individual taste. But I think there. I mean. I think there's going to be a push, probably by the studios, to have a better understanding of what. Works oh, it's already happening in other markets it's because yeah, the worldwide market. There's wait, that. yeah, exactly. There's that's, way too much money. That's to exactly not take what Michael Bay has said about the Transformers films. That these films are made yes. to maximize right. a global. Profit. And you know global what? Market. I guess even though I don't, I don't like those movies at all, and generally I dislike Michael Bay. I mean, at least I guess the, he's honest enough to admit that. And I totally get the universality of those movies. Right. Like I, do. I don't, I, I don't, do I don't, I like them a little. Like I, each all, one, me, he almost, <laughs> I think I've seen almost all of them. And I and I don't watch them. I don't rush out to see them in the theaters. Not oh god no. But like I'll watch them eventually. And be like Meh, you know, while I'm doing something else, they're okay. And I get it. I'm. They're not aiming straight at me. They're aiming. A, they're casting a wide net. So I'm like, yeah, you know, you swept me in on the fringe. I guess okay, whatever. But I am getting to the point with some franchises where I can tell up front, and I'm going, nope, not for me, nope, because like there's so much to choose from that I don't want to watch something that I'm going to have a watered down opinion of. You know, it's like you gotta, you gotta limit, you gotta pick and choose your media because there's just so much out there. So I'm wondering if eventually, if the global appeal thing becomes less and less viable, and you have to start doing focus star star films but those won't cost those can't cost the amount of money that they spend on these films now no and i wonder how much traditional films will be a thing within the next 20 years dude that's what cable's for now jeez 
Yeah, what seriously. Streaming's for. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, TV mm-hmm. shows are where it's at right now, at least with American audiences. Man, I'm watching the shiz out of Longmire right now. God dang, it's a procedural procedural crime drama. I hate those. Cannot watch enough of it. Uh, I blame Katie Sackoff. Well, that's yeah, pretty easy. <laughs> She's in it. Yeah, pretty yeah, easy. Don't blame the me there. Yeah. Um, is she ever? Finally, finally she is start, so likable. Finally start watching Cobra Kai, Corey. Yes. Uh, yes. Cobra Kai, Corey. Yeah. If bad, that film was called ass, that, dude. it would be exactly Cobra Kai, right. Corey. Yeah, actually, that's my new AOL screen name. Dear God. <laughs> yeah, no, you're right, man. That that uh, that series is awesome. I freaking told you. <laughs> Absolutely awesome, man. Get on board the roundhouse Boba T train, bro. You got a spoiler alert here, but you got to love... You gotta love the guy that's the bad guy who suddenly thrusts into a position to take on a bunch of nerd kids. Yep, and, and he hates her. them. <laughs> that's <laughs> the best part. That's the best part. See the promos going in there like, but Johnny's teaching the misfits. I'm like, no, that's cliche. But then you watch it and you're like, you're like nobody. Yeah. He actually is really pissed off about it. And you're like, okay, I'm in. I'm in. But God, oh, you guys but, are nerds. No, but those moments where he has a little conscience. Oh, it's it's brilliant, man. But he's like, he's stuff. forced into it. Like he's forced yes, into having just is. a little bit of conscience. And you're oh, very. That show is. The situationally much more well written than it has any right to be. <laughs> I'm not like the dialogue is fine, but like the situations sure. are so conceptually well right. put together, right. it's unbelievable. Yep, yep, classic. Yep. I mean, what's next? Well, this week we heard a little bit about uh, Timothy Zahn. <gasps> Ooh, uh, yeah, Zahn. Timothy Zahn, for those who don't know, is the best author no. of all time. <laughs> best Star best Wars author. author of all yeah. time. Uh, he is credited with basically reviving Star Wars during the dark years. The man who saved Star Wars. The guy that, that between, between 83 and I think he wrote his books in what, 94-ish, 93? You're in the ballpark. Yeah, so so there was that dark time after Return of the Jedi where people questioned whether we were going to ever see Star Wars again. He is basically credited with reviving the franchise with his trilogy of books that came out ninety in mid nineties. After everybody else had thought that even in terms of 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 like toy marketability and everything, it was dead, done. Yeah, nineteen ninety one. Ninety one. Wow. There we go. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's Mm -hmm. true. It was ninety five when I saw somebody reading Courtship on a bus. (laughs) <laughs> so it had to be yeah, well before that. So there you go. So uh, he's credited with that. Um, did a, uh, a few more novels. He did a, another trilogy of books that included on bomb flight that you're not a fan of. I, I didn't love it. I didn't, you know, let's like have it. the adventures of Anakin and Obi fighting trouser snakes. I didn't, <laughs> I didn't get into her. So he, he did in the old legends. So in the old legends, what he's got six or seven books. And then, uh, Oh, he's got a ton of books. Yeah, I actually think seven, three, I think five. I think seven sounds right. No, no, no. He has at least five from the Zon. Or, oh, yeah, right, five from Zon. I'm talking about, I'm talking about the legends. Up I fly. So you, you forget the uh, Mara Jade yeah, ones. Yeah, that's okay, seven. So there's the Mara Jade. That's, that's seven. seven. Right? And then the, yeah, and then there's scoundrels. Survivor's Quest, Fool's Bargain. Oh, yeah. Yep, yep, yep. yep. Uh, that was him. Okay. All right. So that's eight. Okay. So anyway, he, no, had, that's a, more than he had a bevy of books <laughs> <laughs> in the old legends, and he is now currently been 11. brought in to write Eleven. In the new canon, mm-hmm. which has included the Is Thrawn. he the only author to survive the purge? Uh, did Luceno mm. do? Oh, Luceno yes. Did Luceno, Luceno did. Luceno did, did one. One. Yeah. He, yeah. he did Thrawn. Yeah. 
No, yeah, no, not Thrawn. Tarkin. He did Tarkin. 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 Tarkin yeah, Thrawn. Right. So Tarkin Thrawn. Thrawn. But no, he's been. I don't know, you know, Michael J. Fox suffer, suffers from Tarkin Thrones. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> what? Watch your mouth, Corey. <laughs> I'm not going to start now. So anyway, so Zahn in the in the news this week. He uh, was interviewed. Paul recently. Kemp was, uh, I think, came over too. Paul Kemp. Which one did Paul he do? Kemp. I don't know. Lords of the Sith. Oh, there you go. oh yeah, good book. But, has, but have they written any new ones? Huh? Huh? Lords of the Sith. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they, that's the one. That's the new one he wrote. <laughs> so anyway, Zahn was recently interviewed. He is just put out his new Thrawn Alliances book, which we will be reviewing next hey! week. Woo! I am and, so uh, underprepared. Doing the, during the interview, they asked him. Uh, which I thought was interesting. They asked him about what he felt about uh, the new, the new sequel trilogy. And uh, he was very candid in his response. I love that old man. (laughs) He is old enough to not give a shit. He He knows where he is in the pecking order. (laughs) He does. But uh, boy, he was very candid. He basically said, uh, uh, they, well, they, you know, asked him about it. And he said, you know, my vision uh, always for the, the sequels would be that you pick up with the children of our main characters. Boom. Uh, the original cast would be the elder statesman type and not necessarily die on camera. They'd be off doing bookkeeping like Sherlock Holmes allegedly did. Yep. You don't have to kill off a character to get them off stage. Um. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. This is what I've said for a long time. Hello. That, was, that was an excellently ab- executed, like, uh, you simul- <laughs> slow, slow clap, clap. <laughs> but then it pulls apart as it speeds up. That was that was good stuff right yeah. there. Yeah. You'd think we hadn't had Jaeger bombs. Oh, that man knows <laughs> me inside and out, baby. I've said that for a long time. No, wait, wait. No, wait, yeah. wait, no, no, he's, wait, no wait. he means what you think. <laughs> I do. I met him. He, he felt me up. He's, hey, me and too. I met, him. I met him. We're best friends. He scoped me, but good. <laughs> hey, wait, Garrick, what? I met him too. We're best friends. Oh, Besties, all of us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Better not be cheating. He called me and Gary. He's on my list. He's on my top five. He's on my five list. Yeah, right. He's got a five. No, but no, this is perfectly. You just better hope he doesn't meet John Luke Picard. (laughs) (laughs) This is eloquently stated, man. I've said this for a long time that you don't. I mean, (laughs) okay. So we all accepted that Han died in The Force Awakens because. Because here's where like, I don't accept that and all that you stuff. Got me for I, don't, I didn't see a body. You got me for one more, and then I'm gonna fly my plane <laughs> as far it'll take me, even if it means crashing on the I-95. <laughs> but then I'm gone. What about another Indiana Jones? <laughs> I'm listening. <laughs> <laughs> right, exactly. So anyway, yeah. So I, we all swallowed that. I, I guess, and then uh, then a new you know last Jedi happened, and then we killed off Luke too, and we're like, <clears throat> what? So we're just gonna kill off the, the, the you know all three, you know? Well, they didn't mean yep. to kill off the other one. I mean, well, anyway, <laughs> years my of point, drug abuse killed. My off. point has been, even if you decided to kill one of them, it just feels too heavy handed to kill all three of them. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. And we don't know what they're gonna do with Carrie Fisher's you know character in Ep Nine. Maybe she lives. I don't know. Who knows? It's but it's going to be uh, muted and truncated and and not. I don't know. Now, okay, so you got Timothy Zahn's take on it. Did you read Kevin J. Anderson's? I did not read all of it. I read about half of that. I read so, the whole okay, thing. Go ahead. I don't so, know. I don't remember Jack, but it was. I enjoyed it. That okay. wasn't Kevin J. Anderson. Who was it? 
No, it wasn't. Who was it? Huh? Uh, it was the guy who wrote Splinter of the Mind's Eye. Who was that? Guy? No, that's Alan Dean Foster. It was not Alan. Yeah, Dean it was Alan. No. I thought it was Alan Dean Foster. It was Kevin J. Anderson. It was Kevin J. Anderson. I'm pretty oh, sure it was it? Kevin. Dang it! You didn't read it, Mike. Right, How would you somebody know? research while I try yeah, to Mike. recap something that I can't remember at all because I read it before I had my caffeine in the morning. <laughs> okay, go ahead. I'm just. I'm not even going to recap. I'm just going to say. Basically, said if I were going to be the one responsible for Ep Nine, here's my treatment. Right. And it was literally like the elevator, not the elevator pitch, but like the sit down meeting treatment, not 30 pages, like a page. And it had to do with like Leia's funeral and the story to just kind of get things back on track and made it meaningful. And also like Luke wasn't dead. He was like, it was all, there's all this weird stuff. Now, the only thing I will say is that at one point also, oh, also Snoke's not dead, but we find that out before we find out Luke's not dead because Snoke has pulled a Palpatine dark empire and cloned himself a bajillion times. Nice. And so Ray's fighting Kylo and stuff like that. And all the Snokes are pouring in and Luke shows up and they're like, all right, I got all the Snokes I need. And it's like literally Agent Smith's Snokes running in the room. I think that's what I referred to. I referred to it as a Hugo weaving of Snokes <laughs> uh, on Twitter. But they're all pouring in and fighting uh, Luke. Luke's literally fighting them all while like Finn and is it Finn and Ray or Finn and Rose? Somebody uh, they're off trying to like destroy the clones so before they can be brought up and so find the source of all the clones and everything that part was a little cliche but because i don't know i felt i was too it was too matrixy for me all the agent smiths running into the alley right but um but what he did was he actually put like a big investment on making the characters matter meaningful and like and even ray not being from anybody like luke actually delivers a line to ray saying like you may not be skywalker in blood but you are the culmination of everything that obi-wan and i tried to do like actually put like a line in there that was like oh yeah you know what i mean it totally did not try to retcon what was said in uh last jedi but said that doesn't matter and said it in a very meaningful way like it, it was really it was, it was good. Wasn't the best, but I mean, it was literally, I don't know that he spent more than five minutes on it for God's sake. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And I really enjoyed reading it. I'd look, uh, anybody, Mike, have you found it? Have we verified that it was Kevin J. Anderson? Uh, I'm so, I know it was, it was Darth Pesci that, uh, that sent this to us. So I'm trying, yeah. I'm trying to read through his tweets. Right oh, anyway. I'm, 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 I know uh, it was, it was Kevin Alan J. Dane Foster, bitch. Was it Alan uh, Dane Foster? No, it was not. It was, it was Kevin J. I know it. For certain. Mm, I'm looking at the page right now. And it's at <laughs> Alan Dean Foster dot com. So unless Kevin J. Anderson's having some sort of identity crisis. Okay. <laughs> I believe you. If you're looking at it. Alan Dean Foster. <laughs> writer. Uh, go to Google. Alan Dean Foster. I don't know. Dot com. Alan, Alan Dean. Actually, for those who don't know, he was the ghost writer on A New Hope. We were only off by one syllable. Really? So. He actually wrote That's A True. New Hope, even though George Lucas yeah, is credited with that. Yeah, uh, that novel. So i I thought it was I thought it was decent, but yeah, it, it felt very similar to Dark Empire and The Matrix. It had a and I, a cliche is not fair, but a little too familiarity to that part of it. But everything else about it, I thought was really cool. So go out and check that out. Find Alan D. Foster on Twitter and check and, it and and read that because I I think it's worth a read, especially if you're like me, where you're going. I don't know how they climb out of this story hole that they're in. Like I I really don't. And I said it a thousand times. I have no idea what Ep9 is. I'm not, I'm, I'm not, I'm having trouble even getting excited about resolutions to a story that I don't fully understand, you know, and it's a weird place to be. So things like this kind of charge your batteries a little bit. So I recommend. 
Right, Mike? Yeah, man. What's next? Coming from them folks. Yeah, man. I'm all aboard. Hey, well wishes <laughs> out to uh, uh, Peter Mayhew this week. He oh. Is, uh-huh. He is on the mend. Chewbacca. Chewie is on the mend. Yay! Chewie. Chewie on the broke. Apparently, uh, Peter Mayhew had uh, been quiet on Twitter for a little while, and he popped back on and uh, just wanted to let everybody know he had spinal surgery. Ooh. Ooh you know, when and, you're that uh, tall, that kind of stuff happens. Yeah, it does. Yeah. It does. Did and, Finn uh, fix him up? So he's on the mend, and uh, if you feel so inclined, watch hop on Twitter and uh, give some kind words to mm-hmm. Chewie himself. Out of the back to tank, Chewie is. Out of the back to In tank. the bubble suit. Hey, you know what that means. That means I <laughs> am done with news. No, that means it's time for the pork and spot of the week. What? Oh. <laughs> I don't know if y'all know this, but a lot of folks used to enjoy going to see people performing ice shows. Mm-hmm. One ice such ice thing. show was called Holiday on Ice, a traveling company that began in Toledo, Ohio in 1943 when founder Emery Gilbert invented a portable ice rink. The company went on to enjoy tremendous success, bringing excitement and joy to people's lives. That is until tragedy struck. Uh-oh. You see, it was Halloween night, 1963. On the outskirts of Indianapolis, yeah, hundreds of simple folk, emphasis on simple, hey. <laughs> had gathered in their Easy. dusty overalls and seersucker dresses to pile into the State Fairgrounds Coliseum to witness this stupendous. I do have a dress. See, they longed to take a break from the sweat of the factories and plowshares to sit back and marvel in the iridescent splendor of exceptionally trained performers bringing magic to their bleached sugar white bread lives. <laughs> and magic they did I receive. Like sugar. The beautiful colored lights, the smell of hot buttered popcorn and cherry flavored cigars, the swift and fluid motion of the ice dancers as they jumped and twirled to the enchanting sounds of brass and strings, why it was all so much to take in. I'm sure almost no one had realized that the night had already escaped them when the finale began. All kinds of skaters poured onto the ice adorned with flowers and frills as the Mardi Gras medley picked up. The clarinets howled their soprano squeals to the very rooftops as enchanting women with future feather bouffants sashayed fingertip to fingertip in perfect unison. The trombones reached into their very bowels to growl out their bassy swing. Gross. But though everyone present really did long to be in that number, they simply couldn't have known that the saints were truly preparing to go marching in. You see, a rusty propane cylinder near the concessions area had begun leaking earlier in the evening, its musty content slowly spreading throughout the Coliseum as adults and children cheered and marveled at double axles and flash pots showering sparks onto the glittering ice. Oh. Maybe the excitement of that show had simply woven people into a state of euphoric contentment, so they failed to realize that it smelled like ass up in there. <laughs> Maybe it was all the delicious food, or hell, it was the 60s in Indianapolis, so everyone already probably smelled like ass to begin with, so who would even notice? Still do. <laughs> Fact is, no one did notice. Not until the gas was ignited by a standard run-of-the-mill glass-encased popcorn machine, sending a column of fire blasting through solid concrete up through the stands and to the very ceiling far overhead. People were launched high into the air. Debris flew in all directions. Smoke filled every corner of this huge hall. There was no way that the show would go on this time. Mm-mm. Hours later, people were still being pulled from piles of rubble in varied states between alive and dead. Officials had lined the floor with ungodly Oreo cookies consisting of a blanket, a corpsey middle, and another blanket, while forensic analysts tried to figure out how in God's name such a tragedy had occurred. See, 54 people lost their lives at that Halloween ice show that day. 
True. 20 more died at the hospital, all because so many simple people just wanted to escape from the stresses of their life for a little while. They just wanted to see the magic reflected in their children's eyes. Do you know who else enjoys seeing the magic in children's eyes? Kenny Baker. Uh-huh. <gasps> yeah, he did. That's right. Not just because he was short, right? Because it was easier. <laughs> Damn. The man loved entertaining children. So much so, in fact, that long before George Lucas tapped him to take up the role of the lovable droid R2-D2, he spent a large part of his life skating for none other than Holiday on Ice. <laughs> that same company founded by an engineer in Toledo, Ohio, some 20 years before. That same company that suffered such terrible losses at the Indiana State Fairgrounds. That same company that had, in fact, become a global powerhouse of live entertainment with multiple franchises on multiple continents. Kenny Baker wasn't in Indiana on that Halloween in 1963. In fact, his skating career took him all over Europe and South Africa for 20 years of bringing magic to the audiences, long before he helped bring magic to a galaxy far, far away. But as long as we're going to tell long stories connecting loose threads to Star Wars, you better tell your boy Garrick to bring his A-game because this right here is Dang. my house. <laughs> oh, dang. Oh, yeah. Oh. Hey, call down. Damn. Jeez. Wow. You are screwed. I, I can't do it. I quit. I will say his mother told me before the podcast that they were gassing up the Pontiac for a road trip. So lock your doors tight, buddy. Dang. I'm just saying. It's funny because I'm actually going to the Coliseum this week. <laughs> <laughs> the the Farmer's Coliseum. Isn't that what it's called now? Uh, it's something. Yeah, well, it used to be the Pepsi Coliseum. They rebranded it several no, times I... so that people forget the, the, the slaughter, <laughs> yeah. apparently. They, that's where they have the horses that run around and it smells like horse yep. shit. Yep. Speaking of horse shit, it's time for the toy report. <laughs> hey, oh, yay! Phil's loved. <laughs> oh, I don't know. What, I don't know if I can oh, continue. Eric. Oh. Damn. Sad as butts. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so hey guys, I got an interesting fact for you. Okay. So the director of Bumblebee, the Bumblebee movie, yeah. is Travis Knight. Travis Knight. Do you may know him as the son of the, Ted Knight. Yes. No. Chris Knight. Son of Karen Travis. What? No, what? what? No, not really. Oh. He's the CEO of Leica, which uh, made yeah. Coraline, Paranorman, Box Trolls, mm-hmm. Kubo and the Two Strings. All movies so. that I like somewhat. There you go. Mm-hmm. He's making his first live action movie. Uh, we'll, we'll see how that worked out. <laughs> For Lord Miller. We... <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Good. So there's that. Good anyway, good so we got a couple of new uh, Black Series, a Black Series reveal yeah. and a new vintage line reveal, which I have yet to see on the shelves. Maybe. Have you guys seen any of these? Uh, three and three quarters? I, the I, haven't, line? I haven't seen them yet. No, I don't know. Maybe I'm just no, not looking at them. I have not. Place. And I was out today. Yeah, me too. Me too. But uh, they're coming out with a uh, three and three quarters inch Bosch Leia. In her uh, Bosch. The Bosch, huh? Bosch. 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 Yeah, so you can see, if uh, you follow the link, so that, it's a pretty good uh, paint job there. Her face looks not bad for a three and three quarters. And the, Why I do guess these the thermal... toy sites hate giving me high res? Oh, there it is. Found it. <laughs> yeah, it, it pops in. And I guess the thermal detonator is like permanently fused to her, her yeah, left hand. Yeah. Yeah, right, right. yeah. But her helmet comes off. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah, that's all right. Three three, this is and they, uh, quarter, right? 
Yeah. It's three and three okay. quarters. It's yeah. not bad for three and three quarter. It's not. Yeah, the vintage line has more points of articulation usually. Mm-hmm. So you can see her knees bend. Woo. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh. And then they all, uh, Hasbro also announced a new six inch black series figure. Oh, this one. From the Han Solo movie. This is this, a hot it's, fig. This is hot. Yeah. It's Han Solo in his Mimmon Trooper. Mud outfit. Trooper. I love this. Mud figure. Trooper. Yeah. Yes, if this is one of my favorite parts in the Han Solo movies when yes. they were showing the the battles on Mimban, the mud planet, uh, and yeah. Uh, they yeah, it looks straight from the movie. Damn He's it, got I wear and tear on the September helmet to see that movie again. I know. I can't wait. I gotta see it again. Mm. But yeah, he's got his blaster. His helmet is removable. He's got a little breath mask. And I suppose you could put them all together. And that face sculpt face. and paint job is pretty killer yeah he looks hotter <laughs> as his figure than he does in <laughs> and that's saying something my friend look at that square jaw look at those chiseled lips oh, I get how is it that there are eyes. people that have not so seen pouty. this film i don't i don't, I don't understand the world dude i don't either <laughs> yeah, yeah. and look, look at his like oh, on God, his armband he has away. like he has like red spray paint but it's kind of faded yeah, out yeah like it's like that? rubbed off or co- yeah, yeah. Oh, so just little details on this series the God yeah for as small as that figure is yeah, the yeah. beat-up helmet. Yeah, this is good stuff, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I can only hope that I can find one in the packaging that looks remotely as good as this promo shot. Yeah, right. <laughs> no, they all look that good. What are you talking I'm about? I'm impressed that the little straps on the face mask are actually painted a different color than the rest of the face mask. That's yeah. that's probably the most shocking detail on this for me. Yeah, so look for those coming. I think they're coming out next year, so you got to wait a little bit. Meh. Yeah. And speaking of next year what? or almost next um, year, that's my favorite Foo Fighters song. I'm glad you brought that up. Yeah. Well, this mo- we're currently in August as we record this, but that doesn't mean it's too early for Christmas. Right around the corner. Right around. It's right around the corner. So Lego did a Christmas in July event where they released a bunch of new Lego sets they're going to release here in the into the wild. So uh, they have a they they just basically put up a shelf with a bunch of boxes on it, and we got a, a lot of cool things coming out, including Anakin's Jedi Starfighter, which looks pretty sweet. Yeah, they have uh, Cloud Rider swoop bikes from the Solo movie. You remember those guys, yeah. Cloud Riders? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Infus Nest. Yeah, yeah. It's yep. Snoke's throne room from the uh, pivotal scene <laughs> in the. Uh, that one, the that force one in the last movie. Jedi. Yeah. The force, the force the, last Jedi. Yeah. <laughs> and then the one Corey's probably excited about the Imperial Conveyx Transport. I, I do like that ship. It's the, uh, AKA the train from Han Solo. Yeah, yeah. So it's pretty cool. Uh, they got the X, uh, basic X-wing. I think that's a repack. Uh, Imperial AT holler holler. I also like that one a lot. Uh, that yeah, I love that. That shit. actually looks a lot it, like the Lego crap I used to just build from like nothing. Yeah. You know, <laughs> it does. Does the pod detach? Because you always have to have an escape. Yeah, pod, dude. Man. There's always you always got to be able to break off the <laughs> the, the, the cockpit or something. Yeah, that one's pretty cool because apparently it comes with Kira, which doesn't make too much sense. Uh, <laughs> Val and Rio, so those are cool mini. I don't think she was ever on that ship. Nope, no, I think about I don't it. think so. <laughs> but she comes with it. That's right. Yeah, there you go. And they have a well, sand crawler. To go find land. Yeah, that's sand crawler. Yeah, sand crawler's tight. Uh, that, that's that's a, they have a bigger one that they've released in the past, so this is kind of a smaller one. I never get excited that. about the sand crawler as much as I like it in the film. Every toy just looks like a big brown wedge turd to me. It's it is. I know that's, that's what, what it is. It's, is it's that, you can't do better than that, but I only accept <laughs> it in film form. Apparently, 
<laughs> they have the uh, Imperial landing craft from, uh, is it, I guess, Rebels. Is it weird yeah. that the Imperial landing craft, which like I think the first time we actually saw it was, uh, was on the N64 uh, Rogue Squadron, wasn't it? Was it? I think so. I'm not sure, but it's weird because it's everywhere now because it's had such a presence in like rebels yeah. and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Rebels. Never thought we would have seen a toy of the fat lambda, which is <laughs> what I used to call it. The fat lambda. Fat lambda. And then uh, the last one they had the Hoth medical chamber, which I assume comes with a two one B droid to heal your mini figs when they get sick. Yeah. Kind of Does it have like the that. back to tank? Does Luke come with a pair of BBDs? <laughs> I hope so. Yeah, one can only hope. I don't know. On this website, they don't really have a picture. Yeah. Uh, so we're just going to have to assume what comes in it. So yeah, Luke in underwear. So I grew up poor-ish. <laughs> yeah. And I had Legos occasionally. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I don't mm-hmm. know how, because now I have, I feel like I'm a little more affluent than my parents were at my age, which shows that they had, you know, success. Um, yeah. Uh, and I don't feel like I can afford Legos, <laughs> you know, I don't, inflation, I get some, you, you get those things in your life where like, Hey, when I'm older, I'm going to be able to buy all the Legos. I can, I can eat all the Legos. And I'm like, I'm older now. No. Yeah. And I still would like to have them. I mean, I still want to put them on display, but no, it's kind of <laughs> rough when like the cool things are, you're going to be running 70 to a hundred dollars. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of like if for that kind of money, I could get like an already like a, something that looks prettier on my shelf, you know? Right. Yeah. And they have the of course, they have, you know, the the platinum edition type deal where you can pay four hundred dollars and get a stand and all that. Is that. It's not really worth it. No, no. But, I, I admire the people who are that committed to Lego. Oh, yeah. I, I wish Would they buy the uh, Superstar Destroyer. Yeah. That was literally like a thousand dollars and I don't millions of pieces. I guess the appeal doesn't like I, I think I spent I spent because I didn't have that many Lego sets. I spent more time just kit bashing when I was a kid and building my own yeah, stuff. Absolutely. And so yeah. with this stuff, I'm like, this stuff's so pricey. I'd be afraid to ever get it mixed in with anything. You, you know? got to craggle that. shit. Yeah, you got to craggle it up. And I yeah. was told that that is morally wrong. <laughs> mm, debatable. By Lord Miller. I, I disagree with the moral of that movie. <laughs> <laughs> well, you would never take the Legos out of the box, technically. No, I take Legos out. Attaboy. Gotta take Legos. I found it. I found his Achilles heel, y'all. Too Lego. tempting. Mm-hmm. Lego. Mm-hmm. What if it was already yeah. put together and displayed? Weird. Same price? No, I wouldn't buy it if it's already put together. Yeah, no. That's half the fun. Yeah, that's half the fun. Well, that's like then, three quarters of the fun. Now, now you're literally just buying a model that looks blocky. Yeah. Yeah. What's the point of that? I'm okay with that. What if it was half the price? A, now you're talking. Mm, yeah. You're, you're, Does it come with instructions? Entering my territory. Yeah. Only it's if you the, want instructions. I do want instructions. Yeah. Then it so comes take with it apart it. and put it back together again, right? Yeah. Then it comes with it. Yeah, yeah, sweet. What if it comes yeah. with two? One Howie, put are, together are you and one a, not. Are you a genie? What? <laughs> are you granting wishes right now? <laughs> I wish for a million wishes. Oh, ha, gotcha. Named it. Yep. That's uh, what you get, genie. Mm-hmm. In a bottle. Dream of that. Mm-hmm. Thanks, Kristen Aguilera. Yeah. Anyway, last up here. Got a new uh, sideshow toy figure here for you. Oh, yeah. And this is one of the sweetest ones I've seen in a while. One Darth Maul. Darth J. Darth J. Herbert Walker Darth Maul. J. Maul. Darth H. W. Yeah. Maul. And not 
Is it just Darth Maul? Maul. You also get his Sith speeder. Yeah, I you do. have never liked the style of that thing until it's recently. It's a C. It's a C. It is. It's like a hook. It's, a it's an upturned Captain Hook hand. I I like it now. I don't. I never yeah. liked it before, but for some reason, suddenly I like it. And I, maybe it's just the. I don't know. Maybe it's the lack of originality on some of the new stuff or the lack of appeal I've found in some of the newer designs that are all just like, look, we dug out McQuarrie's old drawings. <laughs> Hooray. Pat us on the head. I like I it. Like McQuarrie. Yeah. It's cool. Awesome. Yeah. And, and this, this specific figure, the front of it actually lights up mm-hmm. as LEDs Ooh. built in. Okay. Now that's messed up <laughs> because that's awesome to the eyes. That's the back of it. Not the front of it. I want to oh, be yeah, able to sorry, afford these figures. Someday. I know, man. It's like Lego. <laughs> oh, no. I'm not in this well, club. This, so this figure is uh, only $52. Hmm. Get everything. $52 and zero cent, zero seven cents per month. A month. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. A month. It's hot <laughs> toys. Always For a month. 27 gotcha. years. <laughs> oh. No. So if you wanted to buy it wholesale, you just want to buy it straight up. $405. Oh. But he comes with different faces. He comes with different faces. He comes with over 32 points of articulation. He's got like... 32! He's got like so many hands. There's a lot of hands. <laughs> he's got one pair of... He's what you call handsy. Oh, he's got one pair of black colored gauntlets. One interchangeable left gauntlet yep. with wrist link. He's got angry Ten face and he's interchangeable got gloved hands. He's face. got angry face and angry getting ready to bite a really big cheeseburger face. <laughs> he's got five gesture hands. One I assume is a middle finger, I hope. Oh, one Come on, middle finger. Come on, middle finger. That's Iridonian for I love you. Nice. It's got a little hologram of a Darth Sidious. Have we ever decided whether he is Iridonian or Zabrik? Has that ever been Zabrik? He's a Zabrik. I know. Yeah. I don't know why I said Iridonian. I I feel like they covered that in the Clone Wars. I like how he has his lightsaber that looks like it's spinning a little bit. It's got little trails on it. Yeah. What? I don't see what you're saying. I don't know. You gotta click through the pictures. One of his lightsaber has like a, it's like a flat edge to it on both sides, so it looks oh, like. Oh, is that moving. okay? Jedi Master Obi Wan yeah, Kenobi yeah. mistakenly believed that Dathomirian Zabrik Darth Maul was born on Iridonia, which in, where in fact he was born on the planet Dathomir, home to a tribal group of male Zabrik known as the Knight Brothers. Thank you, Wikipedia. Yeah, that's what I said. Yeah, yeah, Iridon- yeah. Hey, if right. Obi Wan, if, yeah. if it's good enough for Obi Wan, it's good enough for me. <laughs> yeah, but it's a cool figure. the The face is haunting and very lifelike. I don't like the cheeseburger and face, but I do like the regular. Just I love the cheeseburger face. That's my favorite. Give face. me cheeseburger. I hope it comes with a cheeseburger. Oh, it's like he's using the force to pull a cheeseburger. Oh, into you could just mouth. have him angrily gnawing on his Sith binox. I'm assuming Sith all oh. have their own binoxes. Oh. They have their own speeders and chips. And totally put. I would totally pose him that way if I got <laughs> just chewing on the binox. <laughs> it's like no, he's, he's chewing on the Darth Sidious. Uh, chewing on the hologram. <laughs> <laughs> I love the size of that Sidious hologram. Like, at what point did he talk to a Sidious that was knee height? <laughs> Oh, I'm sure it happened at some point. I also love how the picture, the picture makes it look like he's in the person, the owner's hand, and then the hologram just next to him in the hand, like he's got a little blue tiny friend. 
Mm-hmm. I'm looking at that hologram. I'm wondering if that's not supposed to be him as a hologram. Oh, it is totally him as a hologram. That's oh, it's look weird. at the there's gloves and uh, well, yeah, it's, it's the pose gloves. that he makes when he's when he comes in when he goes, "My princess Darth Maul," and he comes into oh, the yeah. background like <laughs> dramatic. That's right. Exclusive bonus accessory for special edition one Darth Maul hologram. Darth T Maul. That's so, from uh, the solo movie. So what you have to be able to do is pose the full figure yeah, in the exact movie. same pose yes. as the hologram so that it looks like it's chronologically appropriate. He's holo- yeah. he's a hologram of himself. You got to put him it's on like the opposite ends of the bookshelf, see? It's like mall nesting dolls. Yeah. You, see, like, exactly. you stick it inside of him. You oh. open it cuz he opens in the middle obviously. Ooh, there's right? another point of articulation right there. <laughs> yeah, he comes apart in the middle, mm-hmm. you know. He, it irises. Why did he come with robot legs? That'd be cool. Mm-hmm. But Hey guys, you know my uh, five dollars. You know my birthday is on Monday, right? Spider legs. (laughs) Happy birthday, Mike! Yeah, Mike. I always love a sideshow toy for my birthday. I know. Always know when your birthday is because it's when I start telling other people that my birthday's coming. (laughs) (laughs) You don't have to. We're August babies. (laughs) Our parents had sex on Valentine's Day. Wait, no, on Christmas, I mean. We were preemies. (laughs) I'm a Valentine baby. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, November babies are around. (laughs) Yeah, your parents have If you want to pre-order this, do it now on their their site. Comes out uh, estimated arrival anytime between October of next year and December of next year. Lord. (laughs) Well, they got to make them. Okay. They got to make them till you buy them. What do they have, bro? They They make make them to order. It's like a Jabba Seal barge. Speaking of making things to order, you know, this podcast is made to order in some ways and most not. But hey, thank you for coming along with us. Won't you please run out to iTunes, sit wherever you get the podcast, give us a nice little review so we can, we can reach some more listeners just like you because the only thing better than you is more of you. Also, uh, go out to betterkind.com, check out the show notes, click on the links, follow along, make sure we're not making anything up and correct us on our our uh, woes and mishaps by joining us on Twitter at FlyCasual1138, where we, of course, love, love to hear from you guys. I don't care if you just want to go, you guys are lame, so lame. I've liked on like three people complaining about me specifically just this week alone. Yeah, I just love giving hearts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. also go like Garrick stuff. It makes him feel good and he will mm-hmm. think that you're best friends with him apparently so everybody's best friends with me on twitter there you go and uh, so yeah run out fly casual 1138 on the twitter in the meantime this has been a long one so let's tie it off i'm Corey over there's mike 99 over there's howie the bomb and they're over there apparently internet scratching clicking is garrick wicka wicka i bless the rains in africa that's true that's true they're and they've been better yet. for it ever since of course mm-hmm. now it just rains jelly mm-hmm. i need that that get kind of sticky. And marmalade. Marmalade. Paddington loves marmalade. They do. Those are two very good movies. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.